0: Gentlemen, we are back almost for the last time, for the last regular time. This is it. It's another episode of Reliving the Lights, Friday Night Lights Rewatch Podcast. My name is Josh Kuipers. My name is Anthony Hookman, And we have been your guides for 75-ish episodes, two years of Friday Night Lights, and uh, it's all coming to a close. This is it. Uh, Anthony, my first question for you tonight is... Uh, did you cry? I did not. Mm. I was very <laughs> close. The I could have, if I you know would have let it happen. The other thing, I I could have, and also my kids were down in the same room with me, and they were being uh, kind of obnoxious, so that was kind of keeping me from fully engaging <laughs> uh, in the 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 moments towards the end of the episode, but. Uh, yeah, we're here. We've we've done it. So we're gonna talk about one last episode, and then the plan is after that we'll do another uh, kind of wrap up podcast episode uh, where we take a bird's eye view at the whole thing and go over some stats and some mem memories, uh, yes. both show and podcast related. So uh, before we get into it. Anthony, what uh what should be our final icebreaking conversation here what is That's have we a good question
1: well so I was just digging in my phone so on my time hop it must have been yesterday because it was not today there was a photo that came up that was a like a uh, it was actually the back piece of one of my tearaway calendars it was like notes about what our awards would be
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: uh, but it was like two years ago what must have been yesterday um so we've been doing this. Yeah, it's just just mm-hmm. thinking we've been doing this for two years. What happened to that photo? <laughs> What's um, the deal with <laughs> this photo? It's May. That would have been 2020. Why can't I find that picture? Where did it disappear to? But it was like it was in red ink. I vividly remember seeing it. Did I accidentally like go and delete it while I was looking at it or something? Why didn't I send it to you? That's a mistake.
2: <laughs> that was a mistake.
0: Um yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to see what the ideas were. Uh but you know, like Julie
1: Taylor, and it was like Julie Taylor question mark. Like we didn't have a name for it. It was like Coach Inspiration. <laughs> uh-huh. Um there it is. Why didn't it show? Oh my god. Weird. Apple. <laughs> I swear to God. But yeah, we've got quarter of the episode, then just Julie Taylor, Coach Taylor inspiration. Um, Buddy Garrity, Slesball, and Riggins beer tally are what we've got on this. <laughs> oh yeah, the originals. Yeah, mm-hmm. some scratches out up here, and <laughs> down here.
0: Yep. Um. Well, but, there you go. There's the the humble beginnings. Yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, just uh, I mean, you know, it's crazy to think that. Yeah. So we probably recorded the first episode somewhere in the neighborhood of exactly two years ago, and probably mm-hmm. the last the final episode for sure will be recorded more than two years after. So this is just, you know, this has been a good, a good two years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, when I was finishing up the show tonight, I was both feeling Friday night lights, emotions and reliving the lights emotions. Yes. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like a two year thing that is <laughs> like, and I'm yeah, that last season we've talked about it before. I, I just haven't seen nearly as many times as, literally all the other ones and so yeah it was almost like first time emotions and also yeah reading the lights emotions and yeah it was just
1: we got past uh, the like opening credits and Angie was like do you remember what happens and I was like I don't remember anything related to what has already shown on screen at all (laughs) so I was like nope I I've got a vague idea of like a couple of things but Nope, I did not remember a lot of this. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 obviously get to it, but when the on the last play of the game when the ball's up in the air, I was like oh. legitimately like god, I hope he catches it. God, I hope this <laughs> is a touchdown. Like please don't let this be a disappointing yeah. ending. Like I was feeling those like legitimate uh nerves and emotions as it was happening. And then what happened happened? I was like, "Oh yeah, I totally right. remember that now." But mm-hmm. anyway, uh yeah, here we go. Last episode. Uh, before we get into it, man, I got to know what you uh, what you're cracking for the final season finale series finale episode.
1: You know, I feel almost sacrilegious not having a grain belt. I might yeah. have to just crack one out of ceremony, but, uh, I do have just, uh, another classic, another standby, oh, yeah. the, the rum and diet Coke. Absolutely. Um,
0: very nice. Uh, what's your glass there?
1: Uh, I think this is a Jim's tap glass. Yes. Jim's tap tap. Another Jim's tap of Brookings. And I've got my backup. The
0: monster club of Omaha. (laughs) Uh, Very nice. Uh, I made myself a little margarita tonight. Um, Had some margarita mix. And yeah, so I got that uh, first. And then I did do this intentionally because it's a classic. I've got a mixing bowl. Full nice. of various yes. uh, beers, and I have Support some that. Bloody Mary mix, so I can do a Kuiper special somewhere this evening. So
1: I gotta, I'm gonna quick step away. I gotta get a grain belt. I, yeah, I have you better to do for, it. For time. You better do it. I gotta say, Josh, I freaked out there for a second <laughs> because I knew we had some grain belts sitting out that weren't in the fridge yet, uh-huh. and I was, but I had some grain belt shandies, which would have been close, but not. not yeah. But I found the one primo that was left uh, in my uh in my
0: fridge. So it's fate. Ooh. There it is. It's a good sound. Oh. <laughs> it's excited for this episode too. Yeah. Coming at you. All right. Well, that's what we're drinking. Uh never did get that uh grain belt sponsorship, but uh, yeah. you know. Maybe for the OC. <laughs> Uh all right, let's get into it. This episode is 513. It is entitled Always. It originally aired February 9th of 2011. It was rated TV-14 and according to IMDb it was 1 hour and 1 minute long. Uh that is not the version I watched and doesn't sound like the version you watched either. That
1: Well, I wonder if that got messed up because 101 yeah. men- Because so, in the trivia, we were discussing this before we started recording. It uh, the trivia says the two versions of the episode the original 101 minute version and an edited down 45 minute version. I'm guessing that they meant an hour Hour and one one minute, minute, yeah. But Um, somebody thought that time was uh, was uh, (laughs) in the metric system, yes, yeah, the metric system,
0: yeah. Uh so yeah Anthony talked to, and I talked about this a little bit beforehand. It uh, it seems that I uh having watched the episode on Netflix tonight saw the 45 minute version and Anthony who watched on DVD I assume yep uh must have got the 61 minute version. Yep. So we'll we'll see what that does to our uh yeah we might have a few hope, hold on
1: back up back up we got this scene. <laughs> oh you yep. didn't see that one? <laughs>
0: Yep, we'll just assume that if I miss something it's because I literally did not see it. So,
1: so if you really like those six deleted scenes, we probably won't have much of a discussion about them because <laughs> sorry.
0: Uh yeah, that is disappointing. If I would have known that, I totally would have watched the DVD version cuz I have that as well, but convenience won the day and uh went with Netflix, but Regardless, uh, let's see whether Haven Iron Oak based his synopsis on uh, the 61-minute or the 45-minute version. What does he have to say?
1: With the decision to close the East Dillon football program, speculation runs wild on two. Wow, there is no punctuation there at all. Let me try that again. (laughs) With the decision to close the East Dillon football program, speculation runs wild on two fronts. Will the Lions be able to win state and go out in a blaze of glory? And will Coach Taylor agree to return to coach the Dillon Panthers uh, and a super team with the best of both schools? Tammy's PA job offer adds conflict in the Taylor home, as does a new development with Matt and Julie. Meanwhile, Tim Riggins and Tyra talk seriously about their futures and Luke and Becky clear the air.
0: Okay, definitely lacking in punctuation and has an iconic moment of punctuation in here that I'm very glad is in there Yes, yes. the final episode. <laughs> uh, will the Lions be able to win state and go out in a blaze of glory? Semicolon. <laughs> and will Coach Taylor agree to return to coach the Dillon Panthers and a super team at the best of both schools? I do not think that this is a correct usage of a semicolon. Uh, yeah,
1: I am gonna go ahead and probably yeah agree with you. Um, yes, that that's not yeah, yeah no.
0: Yep. So it's only appropriate that in the final episode uh, we still do not have proper usage of semicolons in the synopses. <laughs> uh, yeah, could have used a few. Uh, could have used used a few commas in here, but other than that, uh, I think Haven Iron Oak gets the job done. So yeah. Thank you, Haven Iron Oak, for your service. Uh, you were a disappointment, but uh, yeah. there's not much you could do about that. We're
1: glad we only had you for 26 episodes. Yes. Uh, you really, I mean, listen, Movie Dude 1 was a tough act to follow. so
0: I. It's probably good for you, Haven Iron Oak, that you're not as completely deranged and unhinged as yeah. Movie Dude your 1. Your mental health
1: is probably <laughs> in a better place,
0: presumably. <laughs> so good for you uh how's the mental health of movie dude too uh.
1: <laughs> so angie and i just wrote this on our way back from brookings on our drive down to brookings from brookings uh yeah. earlier today
2: uh-huh.
1: um we were kind of trying to find the theme um and i decided to get real deranged with it um okay. this is also a spoiler heavy synopsis but presumably if you're listening to this you've watched the episode so yep um here we go okay <laughs> It's the end of an era as the Lions play their final game at state, while Matt states his intentions to marry Julie. Oh,
2: my
0: Lord.
1: Meanwhile, Julie's parents mull over the idea of moving to a new state as Tim oh. decides that maybe Alaska isn't the state for him after all. Oh. Jess learns that she may be moving across the state <laughs> while Becky is in a new state of mind when her mom moves home <laughs> and Luke makes an off-screen decision <laughs> to, to become a defender of the state.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'm bowing down. I'm bowing down. That's incredible. That's like five different versions of the uh, definitions that's, of the word state. Once I got to three, I was like, this is it. I've got I, it. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. Wow. I'm, I am I know we don't rate Movie Dude 2 synopses, but that's a 10. You, you got a 10. Thank you. Uh, Just imagine that I sent you the gif. I'm picturing Kobe Bryant. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, I'm feeling good about this episode now. Uh, (laughs) Let's get into the details. It's Christmas time in Dillon. Uh, We kind of see a montage of Christmassy things happening. We see the outside of the landing strip. And I'm not sure we've ever seen the outside of the landing strip before. Have we? It didn't look like that. If we have, you know, now that you say it, we well, Yeah, we have because we got the scene
1: of Billy and Tim like fighting in the parking lot, but I don't think we've ever gotten like a yeah shot of the, yeah, the exterior specifically.
0: See, to me, it has been like,
1: we have been outside of the landing strip before, but yes, not from I've that seen angle.
0: The exterior. Yeah. It it almost looked to me like a like a freaking Holiday Inn drive up like uh you know right. uh, hotels you can you yeah that you know it almost looked like that to me I don't know not what I expect it to look like and I have seen pictures of the actual landing strip in Austin Texas and it does not look like that so uh, <laughs> must have been a not...
1: just a hotel shot that they CGI'd in the sign <laughs> yep we're gonna uh, blow this one wide open too folks just like the uh, <laughs> just like the Dairy Queen Alamo Freeze.
0: Uh, my wife was and she, she said this would not uh, stop her from going to Austin again um, but she was like five minutes away from pulling the trigger on taking a friend trip with her best friend to Austin and I was like Ooh. are you serious right now <laughs> like you can't go without yeah. that what the hell? Uh, but she said she'd go back because the things that uh, we would do would be far different than what uh, right. she and her friend would do, but they end up going. They're going to go to Savannah, Georgia. So, oh nice. Uh, I doubt that they would have uh, stopped at the landing strip to buy T shirts for all right. their previous podcast guests, like I plan on doing. Uh, um, when I go to Austin.
1: Speaking of friend trips, uh, mm-hmm. sometime in the future, not mid, not even next time, just at at time. I just want to put this bug in ear. I would like to join you on a trip to Memphis at some oh, point. Oh, bro.
0: <laughs> Anytime you want to go, man, let's go. That's I, my favorite uh, place in the world.
1: I know. Uh, no, I've been thinking we were going to, so me and some friends the weekend before the wedding reception were going to make a trip to Kentucky. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, like a whiskey trip, but uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it didn't end up working out, unfortunately and i've been really getting into crossing the states off and i was like you know what you know that's right by to tennessee yeah. i was like i got i got to go with josh sometime to to memphis Absolutely. so yeah
0: yeah and, and i mean, know that
1: memphis is right on the border to arkansas too and i could cross that one off
0: oh yeah yeah it's like it's it's literally on the border right you there, got yeah. west memphis in arkansas yep. and then memphis yep. proper uh yeah we'd do that we could uh, zip over to Nashville too. It's like four hours, but if you're four hours from Nashville, you should probably go to Nashville, you know? Right. Listen, let's do it. Let's do it. That does not take much convincing for me.
1: (laughs) I figured it wouldn't, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) especially now that my guy plays for the, uh, (laughs) plays for the Grizzlies. It's been on my mind.
0: (laughs) On, uh, on 2k22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Uh, it, we find out it's five days from state, uh, correct so it's like the week of state the lions are getting interviewed for tv and the tv interviewers seem to be kind of stuck on one or two specific topics here
1: yep yep they're all talking about the merger next year they're talking about coach uh you know being potentially who's going to be the coach of the the super Mm team uh the team players don't really wanna talk about the merger uh Tinker calls one of the reporters a straight up jackass <laughs> yeah. um, throws
0: over the chair and walks off yeah
1: billy thinks that he has a shot at the head coaching position
0: <laughs> did he really I mean, yeah <laughs> i remember billy saying something and i didn't really like i didn't understand what he was saying but okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, Billy uh, had yeah, made uh, there was some interviewers like, Oh, do you know who's gonna be the coach next year? He's like, I think I got a shot at it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they had, they asked uh coach uh, Stan as well, and he's like, Oh, I don't really like the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Who okay, who would be a bigger disaster as the head coach of Bill oh. Panthers? Coach Stan or Coach Billy Riggins? I
1: think. I got to say coach Stan, I think would be a bigger disaster. I think
0: so too. I, yeah. Cause I think, I think Billy overall gets, he would take it. Ex- well, Stan would take it extreme this year. What's your reasoning?
1: I think, I think coach Stan is all enthusiasm. No, anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think Billy is like 75% enthusiasm, 25% football knowledge. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and he has, you know, Tim as his brother to be a, like, kind of guiding hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's got some ins, I think, that Coach Stan does not have.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, either one, though, I don't anticipate would last longer than a year mm-hmm. uh, in that job. So... No way. Uh, they asked Coach directly about the job offer, and Coach doesn't give a comment on that. So, uh, next... As far as I know, I'm just I'm just going to keep trucking, and you can say, yep. um, actually, uh, <laughs> if anything uh, uh, comes up, yes, <laughs> that I didn't have in my version. But uh, next, I saw Coach and Tammy decorating the Christmas tree, and they're yep. arguing about it, about yep. the, the job situation. Um, I don't know if we knew prior to this that they had offered Coach a five-year contract.
1: No, we only saw yeah. at the end of last episode them talk coming in to talk to him about it. So, this is us learning, yeah, what yeah. exactly how big the deal is that he has been, yeah,
0: offered. yeah, five years. Yeah, that's that is pretty crazy. Like, because I assume it's like an NBA coach where if you sign on for five years and they can you after year one, you still get paid for five yeah. years. So,
1: yeah, I don't yeah. know if uh, high, Texas high school football coach contracts are guaranteed or yeah, not, um, but
0: I don't know. Um, but so they're kind of going back and forth about that. This is obviously not a situation that has been resolved in the slightest. And the doorbell rings, they go to the door. It's Matt Saracen. Oh, Maddie's at the door.
1: He uh, turns in a all time goofus, malufus. <sighs> he was goofus performance right Max. here. This <laughs>
0: entire episode. He was yeah. Like goofus but I think but. especially here, uh, so he and Julie go to the Alamo freeze together. Um, yeah, he gets real goofus maloofus with this too. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, that's true. This is know, pretty. Uh,
0: you know, he kind of says, "I, you, ever since he came to Chicago, like you're all I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about us. Um, you know, I know that I love you and I know that I want to be with you forever. And uh, he proposes to her. On the spot with grandma's ring, and I gotta say, at this point, my hopes got way up. Uh, yeah, I they got way up, uh, because I thought maybe grandma died. (laughs) I was like, Is grandma dead? No. I seriously, I seriously thought like, did grandma die? Did I miss this? Uh, Why does he have her wedding ring? Wouldn't she want to keep her wedding ring? She thinks her husband's still alive for God's (laughs) sake. So, (laughs) uh, but no, uh, he proposes with grandma's ring. Julie says, yes. At this point, I literally have my notes. What the hell? Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) did love,
1: honestly, of all the camera work in this show, this is probably my favorite shot of the season, oh, yeah. maybe not of the entire series. How, uh, so that he's like outside of the Almo freeze as he does this, and we get a shot from like inside where we can see that there's like customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. really. I th- I liked that a lot. It I thought good. that was very uh, telling, uh, or I think it told a story of its own that like,
0: yeah,
1: maybe even Matt doesn't realize that people can see what he's doing. <laughs> You know, but like, <laughs> yeah, we're presumably it's a small town. People are presumably, uh, yeah very, uh, very involved <laughs> with this, uh, with the, what's going on outside of the Alamo freeze,
0: man. And how, I don't know how goofus malufus is it just to like propose right outside <laughs> yeah. of the Alamo freeze? Like, yeah. just, I don't know, no buildup or anything, but, um, Julie says, yes. Uh, Julie's like oh man my dad must have flipped When you uh talked to him about this And Matt's like Oh shucks I thought that was Just an old wives tale <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: Old wives tale uh, <laughs> uh, So Matt didn't talk to coach about it Which you know I understand To a certain extent But at the same time it's freaking coach Like you gotta Yeah like, you gotta that.
1: Yeah, I think you, yeah I think you you know it's a similar situation of picking your spots. I think yeah, this is a one of those traditions that not necessarily everybody has to mm-hmm. uh you know take part in. I'm not that traditionalist, but uh yeah. You know, I did it.
0: Did you? I was going <laughs> yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. I don't even know if I know like was there a proposal story for you guys? I don't think I've ever heard that.
1: Not really. It was a mostly like, uh, it was mostly us like sitting around in our apartment being like, "Angie wanted to get married on January 6th. Cause it's our anniversary. And it was basically like this year or next year. Cause it's like
0: <laughs> July, We're coming up,
1: it's like July right now. So we should probably like, if it's this year, we got to make a decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'll never forget your, uh, anniversary date. That's for sure. <laughs> you We're taking a it back. One. Take yeah taking it back <laughs> it aback. uh yeah so and you asked her her dad for permission then
1: uh yes i think i have told you this story before uh angie got me oh. drunk and talked <laughs> to me into calling her dad and asking for his permission <laughs> That's right. which kind of kicked off the whole thing that was like three months before we decided okay. to actually right. get married I because after that like angie's mom was like I'm looking into picking
0: out dresses for the wedding. <laughs> so it's kind
1: of like a oh, I guess we better act faster.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, but Matt did not do that. Bad idea. So in my version, and I'm assuming this is different, in my version, they saved time by not doing a full uh, title sequence here. It just like, oh. the screen went like black and then Friday Night Lights like came up on the oh. screen and then it faded out and then they went on with the show.
1: Yeah, we got a full credit sequence.
0: Yeah, all right. So that's like forty-five that's for seconds sure. of difference yeah. right
1: there. Mm-hmm. We have got uh, following the credits. We've got Tim and Billy. Billy uh, Tim is working on his truck, uh, mm-hmm. while Billy is just kind of standing by. Tim mentions that he may or may not be going to Alaska. Yes. Uh, Billy asks, uh, "Is that because you raw
0: dog Tyra the other night?" Geez, Louise. <laughs> was this on direct TV? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it was both versions. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a little risque for yeah for uh, network N- TV N- yeah, for NBC. sure. <laughs> Cause you raw dog Tyra last night. <laughs> Mandy thinks that that's incest now.
1: Yeah. Uh, She's <laughs> very off put by Tim and Tyra's rekindled flame, even though I'm pretty sure he and Tyra were
0: dating before Billy and Mindy were. Yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. For sure, but I guess it's you. now that Tim feels Indeed. like family, and Tyra is also sure. family. So, uh, but the uh, Tim and Billy both push back on that logic. Like, no, it's not blood. Like, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. we're good. Yeah,
1: we. You know, I think it's a. Uh, you know, Angie's Angie's dad, uh, his brother married her mom's sister, so they've oh, no got way. some like double cousin stuff going yeah, on. Absolutely. I think we've got. I think we've got some double cousins somewhere along in my. Maybe not on my bloodline, but somewhere like. Yeah, in the family tree,
0: it ha- it happens. It's very normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, yeah, they they push back on that logic and they make a good case. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tim offers to keep uh, Stewie for the day, and <laughs> Mandy says yes on that. She's like, "All right, no take. You can't yeah, take no that take back." back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not really sure why Tim did this. Uh, I guess it was just to put the plot forward of taking him to the Colette's house. Otherwise, I don't see why this would happen, but I guess that just got him over to Stewie's grandma's house. So where Tyra is. But anyway.
1: Um if the IMDb trivia is correct, the next two scenes were not seen by you, but were seen by me.
0: Okay. Well you better um, take the lead here then.
1: We get a a scene uh, of Vince talking to his mom at work. He he shows up while she's working, uh, delivers some food. Uh, He asks about Pa Howard, and she kind of downplays it. Um, He kind of like expresses, you know, how he wants Pa Howard to be at the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And she kind of is like, ah, you know how you know how he is. You don't want to want to talk about it, whatever. So yeah, there's that. And then we get a scene. I can't believe they cut this.
0: How did they? Cu- I'm looking at it now, and I'm pissed <laughs> that it's cut. Go on. Yeah,
1: yeah. We get a, a great fake out scene where it's just a static shot of Matt uh, doing his proposal speech, and you think he's doing it to Coach, <laughs> but it turns out that he's doing it to Landry. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god. Um, and then Landry kind of. I don't. I didn't take very good notes on this. Ah, uh, but Landry gives him some pretty bad advice uh, on on the you know going through with the uh, asking of coaches' permissions.
0: So. so Jesse Plemons got cut from the finale. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that it's not like integral to the plot, but still, right. that's still get Landry. Is- as much as we hate Landry, <laughs> get Landry in the finale. Come on, yeah. that's disappointing. Yeah. does it say anything on why there are two versions was it just like i'm
1: assuming it's because the direct direct tv probably had full reign to do whatever they wanted yeah and i'm assuming that nbc to get it on nbc they had to cut it
0: uh that's a shame show yeah. show gets no respect got <laughs> no respect it gets a little respect now but
1: yeah i just i what i'm more surprised about is that um that streaming services don't have the full version. Yeah, like, why would seems, you not? That seems weird.
0: Yeah, that is weird. Obviously, that's, uh, yeah, they have no time constraints whatsoever. Yeah. So strange. Maybe I'll need to. The long cut. Yeah. I know I do. Maybe yeah. I need to write a strongly worded email to Netflix. I'm sure they'll, yeah, they'll take note. They'll
1: listen for yeah. sure. They're hurting for, they're losing subscribers. So that's true. <laughs> if you want to keep me, please install the, <laughs> full version of the Friday Night Lights finale.
0: Dude, I'm going to watch the I see the last season, or not last maybe it's the last, the new season of Stranger Things came out, and I'm going to watch that, and I'm going to cancel the shit out of that. Uh, Netflix (laughs) says, why else would I have Netflix? Uh, I think you should leave. I'll resubscribe when that comes around, and I'll keep it for a week, well I suppose I'll have to pay for a month, but, and binge that, and yeah, that's true.
1: I've been strongly, I've never been one to jump in and out of streaming services. Usually I either like keep them forever. I've had Netflix since 2006. Yeah. uh, Wow. With like completely on like uninterrupted since 2006. Um,
0: Do you get grandfathered into an incredible plan then? Nope.
2: Sure. Don't.
1: (laughs) It changed. Yeah. Uh, they probably
0: gave you like a year's notice, but it's still right
1: well because well, actually well in 2006 it was just DVD by mail mm-hmm. um, I
0: had that I remember when they
1: added yep. streaming Yeah, and then it was DVD by mail and streaming at no extra cost
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then it became two different plans no because like now it's like $20 for a regular plan in, in 4k and I'm like I've got a nice 4k TV now and I'm like hell no I'm not gonna like uh, every other streaming service Paramount Plus is actually getting it together and they have a yeah. lot of shit in there in 4k for no extra charge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulu doesn't have anything yet disney plus disney plus actually i don't pay for it all because my parents plan they have yeah. like everything that they've ever released on on 4k like on home video is in 4k on disney plus yeah hbo is getting there hbo max is getting there but like yeah netflix, Freaking netflix. Is really
0: dropping them
1: $20 a month
0: I the reason, literally,
1: the only know. time I go to Netflix is if I'm like, I have no idea what I want to watch. I'm just going to see what's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. This happens maybe twice a month. Right. <laughs> maybe right. I'm not, I have not gotten my money's worth out of Netflix, uh, since the last season of, I think you should leave dropped.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: <clears throat> I do have the 4k, uh, plan for Netflix, but that's because, I pay for this the plan that has like a large number of streams because I share my password with my entire family. Right, but supposedly they're cracking down on that. So if that uh, if that goes by the wayside, then I'm out for sure.
1: I also share my password with my entire family, um, and yeah. I'm sure when I cancel my little brother, Miles will probably be upset, but he'll probably be making more money than me in like five <laughs> years. So maybe he should be paying for Netflix. There
0: and- you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Just cause you're the oldest doesn't mean that you have to pay for all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I agree. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So a couple, a couple of the missed scenes there. Thanks for filling us in. Yes. And I'm kind of pissed now uh, that that happened, but uh, next scene: coaches meeting. Coaches meeting adjourns. Jess asks coach, "You know, if if he takes the job for the Dylan Panthers Super Team, will she get to go with him and work under him? I don't know. What would you call her position? I don't even know. Yeah, she's like the at...
1: equipment manager or something. I think is like her official title, but she's kind of she's a, a little more. Yeah, she's a little bit more than that now. It's hard to tell exactly yeah. what." What her position would be called because she's not a coach, but she like meets with the coaches, like she's a. And occasionally gives input, like she's earned the right to
0: give input at times. But right, um, he basically says, like, listen, this is a terrible time for you to be bringing this up, but it is already under consideration. So apparently, he's already been thinking about this, and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, seems pretty promising. So, Mm -hmm. uh,
1: next scene looks like another one that was cut. Oh, uh, for you. So they, they must have cut early uh, because this is half of them already uh, we get a scene of Tim at football practice um, he's just kind of sitting and watching the practice with uh, little baby Stevie um, he's, god I wish you would have been able to see this scene because it was very funny and also because I only took half ass notes on it uh, <laughs> but he's like see them over there, cheerleaders they're the best thing in the world but they'll also break your heart
2: <laughs> and
1: then he's like, See the boosters over there? They can be your best friend or your worst enemy. Like, he's like, kind of giving baby, maybe Stevie advice about cheerleaders and boosters. Um, after that, there's a little scene. You may have gotten this uh, of Tinker. He's talking with Luke about he's mm-hmm. concerned that he won't make the super team next year. Also, this practice nope. is completely nope. for you. He's he's basically just like I'm not gonna make no super team like I'm you know he's really down in the dumps about it yeah uh, about the merger or whatever. Um, coach then walks over and says hi to Tim and is like, "How's everything going over at buddies?" And you know Tim's kind of like, "Ah," yeah. and <laughs> Coach just says, "You know, if there's anything you need, you can call me." so that's kind of the end of the scene
0: alright I can understand if you're going to cut a scene why that mm-hmm. one was maybe cut but
1: Tim Regan's just uh, spewing nonsense though is always a great time for- oh yeah
0: I mean, I'm sorry that I. Missed
1: anytime it, it's but. anytime it's Tim Riggins giving it giving life advice to someone, it's always gold.
0: One hundred percent. I my mind immediately turns to Tim and Jason Street in Mexico. Like <laughs> that's Tim at his finest, right there. I See, mean, in, I, in multiple ways, like both in terrible life advice, but then also in like pure unadulterated love for his friend. Right,
1: right. See, my mind goes to uh, Tim's tour of the town with Luke, I think, was it?
0: Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, somebody. yeah. Franz Hamburgers. Franz Hamburgers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) This bar, know me as Toby.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And we do continue with Tim and Stewie, right? Uh, he brings them, brings Stewie over to the Colette's the next scene. Um.
1: So I've got Mindy and Becky talking about how Becky is moving back home with her mom. Do you have that at all?
0: I remember that. Did I actually... Uh, I have that much later, like four scenes later. So, oh, so weird, maybe they I? jumped around here a little bit.
1: That's really strange. Yeah, because I've got Mindy and Becky talk about how Becky is moving back home with her mom. Um, and when she gets back next week, like mom is coming back next week. She's moving over there. And then Mindy is kind of cold to Becky. Uh, oh. I think this was a scene that was cut. Let me just over. Yeah. That.
0: So I I got the Tim yeah, and Becky, Becky and Becky and Mindy. Yes,
1: okay. so I see. I do see here fourth scene that was cut. Becky and Mindy talking about Becky leaving. So
0: okay, all right. So yes, I got at least part of that. Yeah, Becky's mom is moving back. She she was on a boat or something, right? Yeah, Riverboat casino or something River like that. boat casino. She's moving back home. We still don't know. They must have had renters in For their several months previous in their house, uh, but she is moving back. Um, she tells Tim, I don't know if you got this, but. Um, you know, she says that I think she said like, she's glad she finished high school or something that she's glad Tim like talked her into that or I don't know, but that she's over her crush with Tim and, Oh, that's
1: way she, later for me. Okay. Way later. Like, okay. So
0: we're getting multiple things mixed up. See, come on. freaking Peter yeah, Berg or whoever made this one, two, decision. Yeah. Like multiple three, scenes, four, later.
1: five scenes later.
0: Okay. Then we will wait on that, but I thought okay. so I thought that's the scene you were talking about,
1: but no, no, it's Mindy and Becky, not Tim and Becky. oh, this
0: okay.
1: is this is Mindy and Becky. They're talking about um Becky moving back home with her mom, and then Mindy's like really kind of cold to her, like she seems I don't know like disappointed maybe she's gotten used to Becky or something, I guess is what they were implying yeah. uh being around, but
0: I mean, I had a student uh staying at our house for like. It was less than a week, but it's, it's someone, it's someone that we've known since we lived in Sioux Falls, but she went to Northwestern. She stayed in our house for like a week and it's, it was disappointing for us for her to move out. Cause it's <laughs> like, man, you can like watch our kids for 15 minutes right. while we go take care of this or whatever. So I can maybe it for the first time in this entire show, I can maybe understand where Mindy is coming from yeah. and, uh, sympathize with, with Mindy a little bit here. Uh, that she's moving out but come on Mindy like she's getting her mom back chill the heck out yeah
1: so then after that I do have Matt uh actually giving his big permission speech to coach
0: okay I have another scene in between I have Tim bringing Stewie over to the Colette household and Tyra is there did you not have that one I've got that three scenes later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna do it now because I okay. feel left out and underprivileged sure. because sure. you get all the good stuff. But sure. um, so in my version, Tim brings stewie over to the Colette's. Tyra's there. Tyra, Tim's like, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night?" or whatever. Tyra says, "Yeah, I'm hanging out with Matt and Julie." Tim's like, "Oh, Seven's back in town," and yeah. uh, Tyra tells him, "Yeah, he's back, and actually, he and Julie got engaged." Um, and Tim basically like invites himself along.
1: Well, cause she says that they're going to be at buddies. Yes. And oh, yep. I think the implication was that Tim would be working because he oh, says, yeah, like, I didn't think about I'll that see aspect. you there. Yep. I'll I see you there then. That.
0: Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause later on I was like, uh, we just talked about how Julie is 18 and Matt is 19. How did they get this like giant tray of alcoholic drinks? <laughs> yeah. But it's cause Tim is working. Okay. But
1: then Tim can't be more than 20. It's, same with Tyra. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, right. But if Tim's in charge, he's the one that's serving yeah, the alcohol. Yeah. So, okay. Now we're, we're synced okay. up again. Matt for now, ask coach, if he can marry Julie, take it away.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Matt, he finally performs. I thought it was going to be another fake out. Uh, <laughs> cause it's just, a, once again, just a static shot of Matt. And I was like, Oh, who's he, who's <laughs> who's he, he practicing, practicing to now? <laughs> Um, he does his actual permission speech to coach. Coach does not take it to it very kindly. No. Uh, says, like, I, you know, my answer is no now. My answer will be no tomorrow. My no, my answer will be no probably until the sun burns out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Coach is flat out pissed. Yeah. He, he says, uh, this is a question I want to ask you because I think this is something we've talked about off the podcast, but never on sure. record. Uh, but coach says something where he's like, How old are you? And Matt's like, um, 19. Oh, because oh, this is a scene where yep. early on, uh, the earlier scene with Landry. Um, Landry says something, or Matt says something along the lines of like, oh, I should tell Coach that I've got a job at like this art gallery. And Landry's like, No, you idiot. Like, <laughs> don't
2: say that. Coach,
1: yeah, don't say that. Like, coach doesn't care about no art gallery. Like, he's <laughs> he's a manly man and all this stuff. So um, because yeah coach asks matt he's like how old are you son i'm 19 how old is my daughter (laughs) she's 18 uh and he's so he's like you know you're too young blah 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 and then matt starts saying like well i've got a job which like really you know (laughs) yeah yeah uh got me got me laughing but uh he doesn't say where it is i don't think to coach but yeah, (laughs) yeah coach is pretty pissed but the question is uh because once again, this is something that you and I have talked about. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure off the record, but let's go on the record. I was telling Angie how this show is so funny and how it affects your emotions because we hate Julie. Absolutely. We hate oh, her. we really do. We hate what <sighs> she's put Matt through, <sighs> but when this happened, when they got, like when they, when Matt proposed, I was kind of like those kids, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm happy for him. You know, they just seems right. But, Then when, when coach said this, I was like, you know, so something you and I have talked about
0: is young marriage, good or bad. Yeah. And I figured that's where you're going with this. And, uh, I think that the conclusion that you and I have come to off the record is not good. (laughs) Not good. We, uh, we have many examples in our friend group. Uh, where it has proven to be not good. <laughs> not good.
1: Uh, yeah, got to agree. Uh, something I think a lot about, and I maybe have said this particularly on the podcast, but uh, my mom had me at 22 when she was 22. Mm-hmm. My grandpa had my mom at 22, and my mm-hmm. great-grandma had my grandpa at 22. So when I was born, my great-grandma, was a great grandma at 66. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, wow. <laughs> um my great grandma was alive until I was almost 30. <laughs> which is Yeah, that's pretty insane. wild. Um actually I was 30 when she died, now that mm. I think about it. Um mm. but uh, but something I think about a lot is my god. Uh and I granted this is having children and not just getting married, but something I think a lot about a lot is I'm 34 years old. If I had a 12 year old running around right now, (laughs) and if the mother of that 12 year old was the girl that I was into when I was 22. (laughs) Yeah. And I was tied to that person for the rest of my life, buddy, (laughs) I would be in a sad state of affairs
0: yeah, your your life, and I think just who you are in general, would be wildly different. Yes. Correct. Yeah, I we were just having a conversation in, uh, we had like a bunch of staff meetings this week since school's done, and we're kind of wrapping up. I'm officially done with work mm-hmm. now. I, yesterday Hell was my yeah. last day. And we were talking about a former student who like after their freshman year went home for the summer and came back married, like, and didn't have a girlfriend going into the summer and then came back in August and was married. And uh, so they were talking about how crazy that was. I didn't know this person, but they were, and uh, one of my coworkers was like, so yeah, how are they doing? And the, <laughs> the person telling the story was like,
2: Oh, yeah. They're not
0: together anymore. Absolutely not. Like, Ooh. you know, like, I don't know. The more I work with college students, the more I think, like, you just don't know who you are at right. 21, 22. You don't Seriously. know. No. You, you, you've got kind of a direction and you know what way you want to head, but you haven't actually tried that out. Right, you, you know, you haven't, like, actually gone out into the world and been like, okay, this is what I'm about, and right. here's how I'm going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, like, you're just complete, yeah, you're clueless at that point, right? so.
1: And that's, Angie and I, we had this lengthy discussion on our drive down because we were talking about, um, you know, I got to say, um, Brookings, I tweeted this, you probably saw it, but Brookings in the springtime, for me, I always love Brookings, like, around this time of year. Uh, there's something in the air like it's the smell you know like it's just something yep
0: yep
1: and i mean i think maybe you living in a college town kind of get this too is like there's kind of a feeling of renewal Mm -hmm. around the time where like graduation's about to come around and like half the town is about to empty yes um and then like just directly after that happens uh there's just like a feeling of renewal i always really loved like the month of may in brookings yep um And like today, like we went, we got pizza from George's Pizza and it's like smelling George's. It was just so, uh, (laughs) got me nostalgic, but we were talking about how like I got accepted to USD before I got accepted to SDSU. Hmm. And honestly, the biggest clincher of me going to SDSU is that I knew a person there who like wanted to get an apartment with me. And that was like, all right, I'm going to SDSU because I have a place to live in Brookings basically set up for me to go to. Yeah, sure. But we talked about like suit so because we went out with her friend's parents last night who went to USD or her, the dad went to USD and we were kind of like, you know, I'd boo, you know, do a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, mm. we kind of, you know, joking. I said, you know what, though? Like, I don't really have a problem with the school. I've got, I've had a lot of friends that have gone to USD mm-hmm. specifically like the med school and, uh, uh, law school. Yep. Um, but like, I'm sure it's a fine institution, but God, the city of Vermilion is just <sighs> depressing. Right. Um, and we talked about that, but I was like, mm. you know, I had a cousin that was going to law school for the first two years of what would have been my undergrad. Uh mm-hmm. you know, time. So I was like, I had incentive to have gone to USD and I would have known a few people down there and I would have probably had a fine life. But like, you don't think about I didn't think about like what an actually like massive decision that was at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Um, all things considered, because like my life would have gone in a completely different branching direction just by going to a different school right um you know to the to the point where i probably would have never met my wife One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you
0: definitely, definitely went there, right like there's, almost, there's almost no way almost certainly because it's not like you met her in sioux falls or anything right mm-hmm. like you met her in brookings yeah yeah hmm. yeah that's a, wild
1: a, a near zero percent chance that i would have even met my wife who knows if like my summer in Okaboji would have happened like there's so right? many like And but you know at the same time it's like you know what could have been on you know on that path you know for better or for worse so i don't know it's interesting to think about it can get a little heavy but i guess the point is um to get back kind of round rounded back is we we talked about this too because she was talking about a friend who got married very young and you know is now living that life you know like she's got x amount Mm -hmm. of kids and and Mm -hmm. doing that and she was like you know I think this person would never say this, but I think if they had the chance to go back and do it all again, they probably would.
2: Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, right. you know, all things considered, and uh, or do it differently is what I mean by. Oh, that. okay, Not, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If they could go back and do it differently, they would. That's what I meant. Uh, And yeah, like you just, I just don't think, yeah, I think you put it best. Like you just don't know who you are at that time. I, I still, like I told Angie, I was like in the years, especially in the years leading up to Angie and I deciding to get married, we've been together for six years the day we got married. And in those years leading up, like my mom was very like, oh, you guys should get married, you know, all this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I remember like having a breakdown one night where I was just like, mom, Not just got divorced. Like,
0: right. right. You, <laughs> you don't
1: understand the like, how much that is f-ing me up. Right. Like, right. You know, uh, <laughs> I, because, because the thing that gets to me is I'm 34 now. Who knows? You know, twenty one was thirteen years ago. Who knows in thirteen years? What if I'm a completely different right. person from right. now? Right, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's very scary, but that shouldn't hold you back, right? Uh, when you're at least mature enough to know, <laughs> yeah. But I, th-
0: I think you have to. The difference is you need to be mature enough to like stand by your decisions and be like, okay, this is who I am. I'm not going to get like obsessed with what might have been i am going right. to invest fully in what happened what and who i am now and mm-hmm. yes exactly what is uh this is going to get a little bit theological
2: yeah but Let's i've been it.
0: thinking a lot about how um i remember when i was in college i read this book uh called the will of god is a way of life and it talks about like how people always want to know like oh what's god's will for my life like What school should I go to? What career path should I take? All these big questions. We want to know like five years ahead. Like, you know, Mm -hmm, what, mm -hmm. what's the big like trajectory that I'm on. Um, and this guy who, uh, actually, he actually was a chaplain at Northwestern, but is like a, it's now like a big author, but, um, he lost his mom, wife, and two kids in a car accident. Um, all in the same car accident. And his his what he says is the will of God, um, you live into the will of God when you take the next faithful small step. So we're really preoccupied with like the long term picture, yeah. right? But he's like, You can't know that. There's no way to know that. What you can do is just take like the next like faithful step in like who you know you are and what you know, if you're uh if you're uh like believing person, what God is calling you to. So you take that step and you take the next step and you take the next step. And then that will eventually, if you're faithful in the small steps, will lead you into the big things, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of this is like, you just need to be, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to these big life decisions, you need to be at a place where you can like take ownership of the decisions you've made and commit Mm -hmm. to them and be like, okay, I've chosen (laughs) Who I'm going to marry. I've chosen to have kids and now like, yes, I'm going to stick by my decision and I'm going to live into this as faithfully as I can. I'm going to raise my kids the best I can. I'm going to love my wife the best I can, even if it gets hard and Mm -hmm. you know, things are rough. Like I'm, I'm sticking by this. So, and I just don't know when you're 18 to 22 years old If you are capable now, nowadays, like probably, you know, 60 years ago, it was different. Maybe you were forced into a higher level of maturity when you were 18 to 22, but now the way our culture and society is, I don't know (laughs) when you're 18 to 22, you can make those decisions and be confident enough in who you are uh, and where you're headed to stick to those decisions. Mm -hmm. And like we said we have just a kind of abysmal number of examples of how yeah. that has proven to well, be that's, true well
1: i mean like i said you know the i you know this the you know the national divorce you know number is always kind of growing and creeping around you know that high 50% mm-hmm. or you know in the 50% range and yep. to me and i tweeted this a couple of years ago but like to me it's like a big issue of it is just these people who are a who are young and a dangerous combination of religious and horny, <laughs> religious and horny and, yeah. and just want to like have sex without feeling guilty about it. And to me, yeah. that results in you know we were talking the other day. I had a grad. Well, so my high school class was thirty-two people. Mm-hmm. Right now, five of those people are divorced, and not even everybody has been married. Oh wow. It's like a yeah. 17% rate at 15 years after the fact.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> like that's rough.
1: It's terrible. Uh, and, you know, like, and th- th- you know, there's, I knew this kid that I worked with. He was probably, well, he was 21 the first, the summer that we worked together and he was just looking for love. Uh, in, uh, I guess not all the wrong places, <laughs> but a lot of the wrong places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, But just, like, he just wanted... You know, he was just in that zone. I think we all go through a phase where, or at least, you know, those of us who are allowed to be emotional when we're young, as men, uh, (laughs) I'll go through a phase where we're just like, oh, I just want to get married and, like, that's, you know, like, have a family and da da da." At least I went through that for a while. And this kid, like, he was dating a girl for, like, a month and, like, they took, like... (laughs) they got, got a professional photographer to take, like, couples' pictures. Like, they almost look like engagement pictures. And I was like, bro. And then, like, less than a year later, he was married to a different girl. <laughs> like, just, like, jumped into it. And I don't know how he's doing now. Uh, he, like, went off the grid. Like, he's off of all social media. Okay. Like, and that happened, like... Uh, but I think, you know, I remember he told me, this is when we were still working together. He was like, you know, not like not religious, but like pretty casually religious kind of guy. Yeah. And this girl's parents were really religious. And I remember like they had started dating. And the guy asked him, like, how's your relationship with the Lord? And he was like, <laughs> he's like, you know, he pulled like he was like a politician. He told me all about it. He was like, you know, I thought this was really good. So I answered him. I said, you know, um, I would say that, you know, I've got a, you know, a, a good relationship, but, uh, you know, dating your daughter, like, will give me a better opportunity to have an even better relationship or oh, something like that. Okay. And I was like, oh man. Uh, but yeah, they went like off and got married like in like that. Yeah, And he called me actually like a couple months ago to see, to ask me to be a reference for his, uh, law school, like the LSAT, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something, or maybe it was the, the bar bar exam. Uh, he apparently had ever a a few references. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I told him I would, I haven't gotten a call from it. That's, that's been two or three months, but yeah, that's the only, you know, the only I've heard from him in the last several years, but he went, yeah, he went off the grid and I hope he's doing well, but part of me is just like,
2: God,
0: I don't know, man. I, I just think it's one of those things where like we, as a society changed so much in such a small amount of time that the traditional institutions that we, like, form our society around, like, could not adapt quick enough to how our mindset has changed. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, like, absolutely. I would say probably before our parents, because I think there are a f- pretty good amount of, like, our parents' age people who have had marriages that have self-destructed. Oh, for sure. But, like, maybe our grandparents... Like I feel like they just had a different mindset and looked at life in the world differently Mm -hmm. in a way that was more conducive to sticking out a 70 year marriage. Right. Yep. And the way that we think about the world now just does not fit into that. And so like it's, we have these institutions that are probably going to take generation after generation to like adapt and yeah. change, but our, but our minds have, <laughs> you know, adapted way faster in the way that we look at things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's a uh, kind of a bad combination and we can see by the statistics that uh, it is not a good situation currently at yeah. the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of people, well, and this is another thing that Angie and I talked about is like, she was talking about how, <laughs> How being around like my mom, and she just has seen how different she was brought up versus how different I was brought up. Hmm. I think she made a good point where, like, I had said, I made a comment where I was like, I'm really happy with the way that I was brought up in a lot of ways because there was a lot of freedom to kind of decide who I was and, you know, Hmm. not have to worry about. You know, trying to conform in certain ways, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even though try as I did in certain ways in in high school, but like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but I told her I was like, but in some ways I do wish that I did have a little bit more discipline and have, you know, if I would have maybe been brought up a little bit more you know uh, a little bit more disciplined than maybe I would have had a little bit more, you know, like success and earlier on in my mm-hmm. life than I did. And, and Angie had made a, a point where she was like, she was like, well, your mom was probably just in panic mode, like your entire upbringing. Cause she was yeah. like, Oh, I, you know, like, yeah, uh, I just want to make sure this kid is fed and
2: <laughs> alive
1: and yeah, you know, uh, so you know, it's just it just kind of is what it is. But even like when I do my job now, I'm I'm always just like, oh, am I like slacking here? Like you know, mm-hmm. like is everybody slacking as hard as I am and still like failing? Or yeah, failing upward, I guess is kind of the way. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: So let's get let's let's uh, this was good conversation for sure. Uh, let's uh let's dial it back in to Matt and Julie getting married, uh potentially. Uh, coach goes and tells Tammy that Matt Matt Saracen has asked their daughter to marry him, and Tammy responds, "Julie." And <laughs> the coach says, "No, Gracie, <laughs> dumbass." This is a good bit. Uh, yeah. So Tammy's a little uh, taken aback by that, obviously, and she goes to talk to Julie. She kind of, you know, tries to approach it very tenderly. And, you know, says like, well, you guys are very young and, you know, um, she and coach Taylor want to take Matt and Julie out for dinner and Julie's like a celebratory dinner. And she's like, well, how about a conversation dinner? Yeah. Let's <laughs> we'll start with that.
1: Uh, so the next scene that I got was uh, Tim delivering Stevie to the Colette home. Oh damn and nope. asking Tyra what she's that. doing tomorrow. Yeah. Well, that's no that was that we talked about it earlier. okay yeah
2: well, no, we talked, about, yes. it okay. we talked yes. about all right an so hour ago but
0: right, <laughs> right
1: not that long ago in the uh, yeah uh, okay in the edited down episode. So the next scene after that that we get is Pa Howard. Uh, he's at a bar yep telling stories uh, and Vince uh, steps in and asks him to talk. This is this, you know, I makes me wonder if this is a Texas thing, because I don't know if you noticed much about this bar. Yeah. But it seemed to be in a trailer home.
0: Yeah. Like Kinda that reminded one me of the bar yeah. that I went to uh, that was oh, in yeah. an old house. Yeah. Uh, it made me think of when Coach Taylor gets like ejected from yes. the game and he goes to basically See, a trailer house Three, bar. Yeah. 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 Uh, so must be a Texas. Thing. Must be. Yeah. I put it in my notes as a juke joint, even though that's more of a Memphis thing. And I didn't feel like this was actually a juke joint, but just like, yeah, basically like a little rundown building yeah. where they play like music and, yeah, and, and people and, drink.
1: And I thought it was odd that the entrance, so the door was open because it's Texas and the weather, but they have those like freezer, uh, yeah. like hang down like yeah. strips of plastic.
0: Yeah. You so usually they're keeping the AC in the in. Yeah. Oh, oh,
1: that's, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't think of that as why I was there like, what's go. going on with this? <laughs> but that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Uh, I missed. Why this. do you have
0: the door open in addition to the, you know, maybe just to make it more uh, hospitable, Texas. like come on sure. in. You know, because for me, when I
1: see the door open, what's what that tells me is this place either doesn't have AC or is not running the AC currently to let in some fresh air. Sure. So I think that's it's a mixed message.
0: I think it's probably just like, come on in. The door's open. Sure. But we also have AC. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, At this point, I did not catch this. But based on later scenes does uh, Orville turn Vince down at this point yes yeah okay I didn't um, catch that so so,
1: yeah yeah, Vince shows up he takes him outside he tells Pa that he's got a ticket for him to state ticket for the game Uh, Pa says that he's got other things going on but that he'll be watching
0: come on bro so yeah okay all right. Sure. Uh, next. Okay. Wait, Th- is this a Becky and Tim? scene? Yes. Here? This is
1: where I get Becky and Tim outside the convenience store. Okay.
0: So Becky runs into Tim outside the convenience store. Tim has Stewie. Becky. It is- doesn't
1: make sense. Cause he, oh yes, he wasn't delivering him. He was just stopping to see Ma Colette, I guess with Stewie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They Stevie. were just hanging out. Uh, the whole Tim and Stewie thing is weird. I don't, yeah, I, whatever. I get but, it. Like,
1: he, he's trying to be an uncle and, like, sure. whatever, but it's still strange. Yeah. Uh,
0: Becky tells Tim that she's moving back home. Her mom is coming back uh, from the riverboat casino <laughs> or whatever. Um, this is where I couldn't remember exactly what she said, or I didn't get exactly what she said, but she, like, according to my notes, is glad she finished high school and thanks Tim for that. Maybe she thanks him for like convincing her not to work at the landing strip or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: that could be. I I didn't note that, but it probably was said. I the only thing I have in my note is that she tells him that she's over her crush yes. and yep. Tim goes into full on uh Dominic Toretto mode <laughs>
0: <laughs> and <For the> family. Because <laughs> she
1: says so let's say friends, and he says let's say
0: family. <laughs> Dominic Torino. yes, he sure does.
1: And he offers a Corona to her.
0: He, oh, I missed no, that. No, no, no. That's 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 Dominic. Thing, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, he goes from long hairs to bald. <laughs> <And
0: he's, laughs> I have uh, actually a note on that later uh, about Tim's hair Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that later it it, it actually came from Diamond so okay
1: so the next scene for me but not for you yes uh, is we've got a scene of Billy he's handing out the tickets he's he's Tinker Tinker him and like (laughs) was it Straub I would assume it's Straub they're both yelling out the names Uh, he pulls out some Questionable Hernandez (laughs) Rodriguez, uh, and then uh, two tears in a bucket, (laughs) lucket,
2: whatever Uh, that is.
1: (laughs) But then he calls on uh, Howard. Vince comes up and he insists that he only needs one ticket. Uh, coach kind of sees this, kind of gives him a questioning look, but um, lets it go, uh, you know. Billy continues calling names beyond that. And uh, that's kind of really the only point of the scene is that Vince uh, only needs one ticket has made a point of only needing one ticket.
0: Yes. Correct. Next scene just comes home and her. Oh God. I got the dinner next. Uh, Okay. You take the lead here. Okay.
1: So after the handing out of the tickets we've got the conversation dinner that was spoken about earlier in the episode. Okay, yes. So uh things are pretty tense. We've got Tammy, coach, Julie and Matt. Uh things are pretty tense but Matt is sticking to his guns. He wants to marry Julie. Coach tells Matt that marriage requires compromise. Uh Julie, which kind of gives gets a look from Tammy as he's telling her, uh, telling Matt all these things. Yeah. Julie reminds Coach and Tammy that they have been through a lot uh, over the years uh, and all they've been through over the years. Tammy gets emotional and steps out and yeah. Coach steps out, comforts her uh, outside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Tammy tells coach it's my turn you know we've we've done this for you for 18 years and it's it's my turn
0: wow i did not get i just got tammy stepping out and being Ooh. emotional i did not see coach following her out
1: yeah he comes out and like hugs her uh and yeah you don't yeah. You know, wow
0: that's that's feels like very like a very big deal like pivotal yeah have coach yeah. come out i'm, I'm shocked that, that they cut that yeah the the scene of the uh the scene that ended. This is Tammy stepping outside and crying, and that was it. So oh, yeah,
1: yeah. We got. I got a little bit more
0: on the DVD. So okay, all right. So Tammy is uh, asserting herself here a little bit in the midst of her emotional.
1: Yep. And coaches, coach is pretty silent. He kind of acknowledges, but doesn't. You know, you can see in his face that he acknowledges. Yeah. that they have definitely uh, favored him specifically uh, for a number of years, but but doesn't not necessarily really
0: like conceding. Yep.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really know what to say. Then I get a scene of later that night, um, coach and Tammy out in the living room. Nope. Uh, coach sits down with Tammy to talk about their situation. Tammy tells coach, Man, this is such an important scene to me, too.
0: This is pissing me. Like, it's legitimately pissing me off that I did not get this. Yeah.
1: This is, this is a really important scene to me in this episode because it kind of shifts the narrative. Because in this scene, um, coach is like, Are you going to talk to me? And Tammy says, I don't know what there is to say. I'm going to say no to the college because I know that this is more important for you. Um, I'm going to turn them down. And, um, Julie kind of steps in and says, Oh, you guys are still up. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys, you know, uh, about the engagement that you just need to trust me.
0: What the hell? Yeah. The 45 minute version is (laughs) bullshit.
1: (laughs) So then after that scene, I'm just going to lead for a little while. Yeah, Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Following that scene, we get a scene of Billy and Mindy who help Becky. Uh, move and Becky kind of of Becky has like an emotional like you know thank you moment Uh, thanks them for for everything that they did for her we see Alicia Witt as Becky's mom again which we love to see Alicia Mm. Witt folks yes we do she's a beauty she's a beauty
2: Mm.
1: after that we get a scene of Jess coming home Okay, and learning yes. that her yeah her dad's restaurant oh you know that uh, restaurant your dad
0: opened up in Dallas well it really took <laughs> off and he's opening a second location he's moving your whole family there <laughs> that's like an entire season of like okay so what happened to Jess's dad yeah. what happened where's, to big we're big, big Verge where's where's, where's oh, yeah, he yeah, been Re- this Re- whole.
1: Where's Big Verge been this uh this whole time? Yeah, they they clearly just did not renew his contract. And- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We can't afford Big Verge at this point. <laughs> so Well, yeah, they're moving and the brothers are like packing up immediately. Like <laughs> we're throwing our crap into boxes yeah. and we're we're ready to go. Which yeah, I guess if you haven't if you haven't been living with your dad for that right. long, sure.
1: And and I suppose. So there's, I guess, opposing thoughts in my mind of this because if you live in Dow- da- uh, if you live in Dillon, which we've established is roughly between 500 and a 1, thousand, hundred thousand people. Yep. Uh, the move to Dallas would probably seem uh, Ooh, yeah, significant, not, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty big, probably exciting if you're uh, a child. But uh, as an adult who's been to Dallas and has decided that <laughs> of all the major cities he's ever been to. Dallas would be far down the list. I uh, say. <laughs> yeah. Uh couldn't be me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh chill out, bros. Uh it's yeah. not that great. <laughs>
1: it's it's too sprawling.
0: <laughs> right. But
1: you know, pretty dope to be in a they've got a four that's a four sports city for sure. Four major sports uh, yeah. city. Yeah. Plus you, plus uh, soccer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's uh yeah, not a not a four. So the big
1: four hockey, basketball, baseball, football. Right. And then yep. you get, you know, Dallas FC is
0: there. I gotta figure in Texas though, the the big four
1: you Football, football,
0: football, and football. Well, Professional yeah. the, the
1: Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> the uh and then the four high school teams that are there.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say uh you substitute soccer for hockey because it's texas right well i
1: think anywhere i think i think if you're considered to be a four sports city which this is weird um when we were driving from houston to uh back south dakota we had this conversation because you know there's a lot of time to talk uh (laughs) with me and AJ's dad it's weird because did you know that in terms of metro area, San Antonio is like the second biggest metro area I think in Texas. And they only have one no. professional team. Do uh, no, you know no that guy. Columbus is the biggest metro area in Ohio? And to my knowledge, they only have a soccer team. <laughs> huh? No. Like Texas, Texas, I get because maybe it grew differently and they were just like, oh, Dallas, Houston. Right. Is there another major one? Austin. Austin, which they don't, which have, they don't any have any team. they have a soccer team, but I think that's yeah. it. Then San Antonio has the basketball team. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, it was crazy. When we drove through Waco, I looked at the Wikipedia page and it was it was wild because it's like hundred and thirty thousand people and it's the twenty second biggest city in Texas. It's oh, like weird. that would that would be the second biggest city in South Dakota.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, I did not realize that it was smaller than Sioux Falls.
1: Yeah, yeah. it felt well because baylor is there so i wonder how much of that is you know the college population affects you know whatever yeah um but it felt i mean it felt kind of it you know what it felt like is it felt kind of like brookings where it's like this is a nice town and it would probably be cool to live here and uh, like housing is probably pretty affordable Uh but it felt like and i think this is something that I think about a lot with what the urban or rural divide has kind of become where it felt like a town where people grew up and were just like, Oh, our next aspiration is Austin, Dallas, Houston. Yeah. Right. You know, like we're not going to stay. It it felt like a college town that, you know, people Mm -hmm. either grew up there and then moved to Austin, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Mm -hmm. Corpus Mm -hmm. Christi, wherever. Uh, or they grew up somewhere moved there for 4 years to go to Baylor and then move to a city.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: You know, it, it, it felt like it felt like a dying
0: town in that yeah. way. Yeah.
1: Um, next up, I'm guessing that you got this scene because it feels pretty pivotal is we've got wow. coach coach visiting Paw Howard in the bar, the same bar. Yep. He has a he has a haunt. Um <laughs> Uh and he's got his ticket to state and basically just brings it to Pa Howard, lays it down. Yeah. I'm sure if he actually says anything.
0: He does. He says something, something along the lines of like, you know, you've got one chance at this, or you know, this like is an opportunity of a lifetime, basically.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh so yeah, he gives Pa Howard the ticket that Vince refused. Next on my timeline events is Becky and her mom sitting outside their house. Yep. Okay. Uh, there, it appears they're having a beer. Is Becky having a beer? I didn't,
1: uh, note that because I was so, I was, I had just made a, I had made the note. I think what, what, what had taken me off guard so much is the off color joke that she makes to Luke. Uh,
0: (laughs) okay. Uh, well, okay, I'll just say I think yeah. they're both having a beer. And how old is Becky? Like 17 at the oldest? Yeah, at max. Yeah. Uh so they're having a beer together. Luke drives up. He walks up with flowers and a teddy bear. Uh and there's an off-color joke.
1: Yeah. Uh Moss Rolls. Alicia Wit come on the show. How mm-hmm. you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Moss rolls because so luke shows up brings yeah, the other flowers and everything and moss rolls says something like like i like this kid he's a good kid uh just hope he learns how to like wear a condom
0: oh geez yeah i don't remember that at all maybe i didn't yeah. have that i don't know but
1: yeah she she uh, yeah she says like oh yeah he, you know he's a good kid just needs to learn how to wear a condom <laughs> and i was like
0: <laughs> you guys had an abortion <laughs>
1: yeah Yikes. like last year
0: <laughs> with it like you know not that long ago. uh yeah so uh she goes in the house at some point like oh nice to meet you uh, you know uh because apparently they've never met i guess i didn't if that yeah, makes that's, sense. That's, but, I
1: was trying to remember if Moss rolls was involved in the abortion storyline. Because if she, she was. wasn't, how she much was. more difficult would that have been for Becky? Like she was because yeah, she was okay. like,
0: like because she kind of like weighed in with she was young when she had Becky. Oh, that's right. Like, you yeah, can't do right. this. Like this is gonna ruin your life, basically, is what yep, she said. That's right. So she was there, but she apparently never met never met Luke. But she goes in the house. Luke kind of does it like, I'm so sorry. I was so stupid. I'm so, yeah. Like, will you please mm-hmm. take me back? I love I wanna, you. I love you. I want to be with you forever. Yeah. Uh, all that.
1: Your child, Luke, you don't know what you want.
0: <laughs> You're 17. Uh, please don't do this. Please yeah. <laughs> Luke. please don't do this.
1: <laughs> uh, later on at buddies. Uh, we've got Tim bringing a loaded uh, tray full of several different kinds of drinks.
0: There's beer, there's liquor, there's mixed drinks. We got it all.
1: At one point in the scene, I think we see Tim drinking straight out of a bottle of whiskey, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, which hindered my uh, beer count. <laughs> I thought of episode. that while
0: it was happening. I was like, all right, how do we how do we take this? I Tim probably appears to be drinking out of a bottle of Jack Daniels. What I'm going to go ahead is?
1: and add one more just for that, because okay. I think Fair. I counted a beer, but I think we should count one more for that, that shot of whiskey that he,
0: I got to uh, assume that if Tim is taking a pull off a bottle of whiskey, he is taking at least two. Multiple. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's, there's implied. Uh, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get there and have that discussion at, uh, in time, uh, later in this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, Tim he brings a whole plate of liquor and beer over, does a toast to Matt and Julie. Uh, we see the two couples dance yep. to a song that I did not recognize. I did not shazam any music in this episode, even though there was a lot, and Angie was shazamming like crazy.
0: Bro, I got um, you. I actually shazam I've never shazamed on this show. I shazammed on this episode. The vibes are immaculate. Wow. Uh, Hello, Darling by Conway Twitty is the song that we had. I actually shazammed it because I was like, this is in my Q zone. Right. I love this. Uh, So, Hello, Darling by Conway Twitty is what they were all dancing to.
1: Perfect. Perfect. We see the two couples dance. We've got Matt and Julie. We've got Tim and Tyra. Tim is kind of putting the moves on uh Tyra, trying to rekindle yeah. that flame uh they've got a lot of history and we know that but she's a little bit resistant to it she's yeah. not 100 sold she's got she's she's got a new life now you know she is yeah. uh you know we can talk about this a little bit later but i think that she's in uh yeah a place that she is finding herself to be uh, she's finding some success in a way that she probably never expected to. And I think mm-hmm. that she is 100% fairly reluctant to try to rekindle flame with her dirtbag bag uh, <laughs> high school right. boyfriend. And I say that as a proud current dirtbag. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, probably number one, number two, Tim Reagan's apologists here, but we understand yeah. where where is coming from. She specifically says that she has plans. Tim says that he does not (laughs) have plans. So they're not conflicting, you know. If she has plans, Tim's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm game for whatever. So Hello Darling by Conway Twitty. I'm adding that to my summer playlist because I loved it. Coach and Tammy, uh, according to my timeline, are in bed in the morning. Yes, yep. And Buddy calls. He informs coach that Buddy Jr. is staying with him El Permanente. Uh, Does Buddy
1: still have his radio show?
0: (laughs) El Fuego? El Fuego. (laughs) I don't think so, but he's uh, held on to a little bit of Spanish from that experience. Got a
1: lot of irons in the fire, Buddy does. (laughs) I still want to know how the car dealership went under I suppose it was probably him jumping ship of allegiances and, and the yeah. rest of the town
2: he just not wanting to support him.
1: But yeah. as as that is the case, you still wouldn't think that... Well, I suppose that a beer is cheaper than a car. So it's right. probably easier to run a a bar when half the town doesn't have your
0: allegiance anymore. Yeah. That's a little bit bigger of a commitment to buy a car than it is to buy a beer
1: especially Um, when you move to the, you know, maybe rougher uh, side of town. Absolutely. Uh,
0: Buddy informs them, yes, that Buddy Jr. is going to stay with Buddy Sr., but also that they want Coach to sign the five-year coaching Dylan Panthers contract before he leaves for state. Uh, Coach doesn't really commit during this call and tells buddy to never call him this early again. <laughs> um, So he hangs up on buddy, but coach tells Tammy what's going on. Tammy seems very sad and just yeah. simply responds like I'm taking Gracie to see Santa today. And Which
1: man, I can't believe that they I'm so bummed that they cut the scene for the shorter version about Tammy saying yeah. that she was going to turn down the job because I think that adds so much emotional weight to this scene
2: yeah. with her
1: saying like, I'm not going to take the job. So she has already decided. She already knows and that like in the context of what I watched, she right. already knows that she's going to stay in Dylan and that's going to be her life. And she still gives this visible like look Ugh. of being upset as if somewhere deep down, she believes that coach still will Turn around and change his mind, right? Which I mean, I ah man, it adds so, it adds so much to the scene. What a f- who's the it head? Changed of, everything. I gotta talk to Ebersol whoever's the head of NBC because <laughs> they really dropped the ball on this. Yeah,
0: because in my in my viewing, it's coaches like there's no decision made, and coaches like leaving it ah okay yeah sorry. Coaches, you know, no, 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 you're right. Coaches yeah. is
1: kind of leaving it as a like, don't ever call me this early again, buddy. I'm not giving a solid answer. You know, they they haven't oh, man. Yeah, they coach hasn't made a decision, even though Tammy has already technically made the decision for him. Yeah. Adds so much weight to this for me.
0: It changes the tension completely. Like it flips the tension of this. Yes. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we see the locker room before they leave for state. Um, oh no, 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 this is this is where it gets mixed up because I already talked about Buddy Junior wearing a stupid trucker hat, but we already talked about that at some point. So, right. what do you have next?
1: I've got Jess telling Coach that she's moving to Dallas.
0: Okay, yes, because yep. this got this was one scene for me, but it got split up for you. So sure. We already talked about this, um, but yes, Jess says her family's moving to Dallas, so I don't need... Yeah, I'm not going to be a part of your coaching staff either way. Super team. Um, Is this where
1: coach... Yeah. I can't remember if this is... Well, hold on a second. I think this is, because I I can't believe I didn't make a note of this, but mentally I made a note, because... Um. yeah Jess tells coach she's moving to Dallas next year she won't be around for the super team coach tells her that she'll be missed and that he'll put in a word with uh, a coach that she he knows in Dallas
0: yeah at Dallas Walker I assume that's the name of the school Dallas Walker yeah Yeah. that
1: makes sense but is this a scene where Jess tells coach she's like this has been the best yeah like time of my life and coach was like me too because my mind was like bullshit coach you're you were absolutely full of
0: it i guess i didn't have that reaction but yeah this was that
1: (laughs) you won state dude (laughs) you're the best times of your life let alone coaching career are definitely not (laughs) have not happened yet at east Dillon. period but also like definitely have not been just helping you out like you know there was we've talked about this and, and I think maybe had a disagreement on it, but there was that tweet uh, that was, who is a fictional character that you love, but no would vote for Trump. And like one of the most, (laughs) like, so I think, I think maybe the, like the uh, instigator was like, for me, it's coach Taylor. Um, I disagree. I don't think coach Taylor would have voted for Trump. Okay. Anthony gets political, (laughs) but, but I do think that he has, I think he's definitely a Bush
0: Republican. Right? Like Oh yeah. Well, Bush is like Texas to the core, right? So right. and so, coaches Texas to the core. I think that he definitely
1: has an air of of a good old boy's uh mm-hmm. you know, nest to him. And I really don't even think lying about just being one of his <laughs> assistant coaches is as the best, like, highlight of his life or whatever. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Coach. Okay. First of all, you're married. So, wedding
0: day, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you, have, you, you got, got two kids. Two kids. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you got one, two, and three need to be, yeah. That's right there. Spoken yeah. for.
1: Marriage, birth of Julie, birth of Gracie. Well, uh, hashing of Gracie. Um. <laughs> You've got the several moments of those things happening. You know, uh, you know, firsts with the wife. You know, kid learning to talk or walk or whatever parents are into. (laughs) Those memories that you have,
0: learn human communication. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, you know, Julie getting her driver's license. That's a proud moment. I'm slamming into. Yeah, even Uh, though she uh, slammed into a mailbox, but yeah. You know, her graduating high school, probably a big one. Uh, you winning a state tournament outside of your wife and kids, pretty big one. Uh, I don't think this girl that you'll probably forget about in five years being uh, an equipment manager on your football team right. on the side of town in this 50,000 person Texas town is probably the greatest moment of your life or greatest memory of your life or whatever.
0: That's fair. I think I gave coach a little bit more benefit of the doubt in, you know, seeing them go from like literally forfeiting games sure. oh, for season to, you know, state championship contenders.
1: <laughs> I will say, yeah, the career of East Dylan for coach is probably a, a highlight of his coaching career. But still, number one. At nah. this point, you got to think about. At this point, he hasn't won state with the Dylan yet, right? He's made it to state, but he has won state, right? <laughs> with uh, with a player who is currently at least like tearing it up in the college circuit, if not a pro by now, in Smash <laughs> Williams, right? You know, uh,
0: I just don't buy it. Sorry, uh, you're right. I I got a little uh. What's the word? I rose colored glasses,
2: I think. With that with that
0: statement. And but yeah, if you really get down to it, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh musical cue. I have not had any musical cues for the entire two me, years of our I didn't, existence. I didn't have
1: a single one in this episode, even though I knew Angie was Shazam in the whole episode. And I just, my mind, for whatever reason, wasn't that I did. Like, there was probably four or five scenes during this episode where I just got so caught up in just watching it that I would be like, oh, crap, I have to rewind because I haven't been taking notes. I've just <laughs> been paying
2: attention. So.
0: This is fantastic. I got the Shazam on this. Don't Tremble by the Low Anthem was the song that was happening here. It was very effective, too. I thought it was a good choice, which is why she named it. Yeah. Next, uh, Matt and Julia over at Grandma's. Unfortunately, I'm very disappointed at this point. Grandma is not dead. Grandma's still alive. Yeah, very much alive. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, grandma is insisting that Julie wear her dress, her wedding dress. She found it. She went into storage, got the dress. Weird bit, right? Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. I understand about. I've I've heard of the handing down of of wedding rings. Yeah, I've yeah. never heard of the handing down of wedding dresses. Not only, period, but especially for. The grandmother to, to the, the granddaughter. grandson's wife.
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Uh, right. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think this, this is, I think this is one of those, one of those things, like I talked about earlier, where society's thinking has far outpaced yes. the traditions. Yes. And so, sure. When it was like the 1850s and the granddaughter was getting married in 1900 and nobody had any money. Sure. Yeah. The granddaughter or the granddaughter in law wore the grandmother's dress. Right. But this is 2011.
1: Honestly, depending upon um, how old grandma Saracen is, which it's implied that she's relatively old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unbearably old <laughs> it's almost weird that she even had a wedding ring
0: right yeah because like society, a wedding band maybe yeah. you know I'm pretty sure that my great
1: grandma had a wedding ring at all like her entire life yeah maybe a maybe a band but I didn't really I don't even know about that to be yeah. entirely honest with you mm-hmm. that's a relatively new like thing right which is another reason that the wedding industry is (laughs) (laughs) bullshit, Immoral and why Angie and Angie and I spent $20 total between our two rings. Good job. Uh, yeah, it's weird, right? That she's offering the dress. It's, it's very strange to me. I don't support it.
0: Yeah, no, she's like, it's, I can't believe how white it is. Uh, it needs a little washing, but I can do that in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Okay, grandma, just go ahead and die already. (laughs) Uh, She goes to look for some shoes and a veil. uh, And while she's gone, you know, Julie kind of starts to get some cold feet. She starts to doubt whether this is the right decision or not. But Matt kind of talks some courage back into her. Uh, Grandma comes back. She's got, she found her veil. It's one of those like hat veils. Uh, my mom 100% had a hat veil, she had like (laughs) a cowboy hat veil. Oh, wow, for her wedding! Yeah, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, trash talk my mom's wedding decor, but let's just say it was very similar to what grandma was wearing.
1: Product of the the time, yep, absolutely. Product of the time. Uh, not to say that your mom is as old as grandma. No, Uh, I don't want to compare your mom to grandma Saracen at all. No, uh, but god,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> but early '80s is when Grandma got, or no, early '80s is when my mom got married, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently that style was still hanging on from Grandma's
1: sure. time. So. Well, you know they say you know uh Texas is a little bit more of an urban area. They've got a lot more cities. You know, by the mm-hmm. time that it, the yeah. early '80s rolled around, it probably had just gotten to South Dakota.
0: Yep, that makes sense. It's weird to think that uh, s- Texas is ahead of the times of South Dakota, but it's fair
1: in a few ways. It is. I don't know. So we get a scene next, uh, Vince and Jess in the, did you get the scene?
0: Yep. I did.
1: Yep. They're in the locker room and Vince kind of just tells Jess, he loves her and that he's really happy that she's been a part of the team. He, even though he wasn't sure right away, um, it's been really great, uh, for him.
0: Yep. Uh next is Tyra and Tim. They're out on Tim's land that he bought. Tyra says, you know, don't laugh at me, but I I want kind of want to get into politics. And Tim's like, what you mean like Sarah Palin kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no you ass. Uh <laughs> like Mrs. Taylor but bigger. So uh kind of a nice little not uh, a aspiration there for her. Maybe. It is a
1: nice little aspiration, but Mrs. Taylor isn't really political no. like
0: you know principal or vice, she was vice principal, right?
1: She was counselor when Tammy was or when Tyra was still in
0: oh just or maybe she
1: was maybe she was principal the last year, yeah. and then she I like think she was counselor in season two and then principal in season three and then became counselor again. At East Dillon in season four and five. So
0: Right. So we don't really consider principal of a school to be a political position. Right. Right. But I can also see where she's coming from a little bit.
1: We know, of course, that Principal Levi is an anarchist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Principal (laughs) Levi.
0: I think you should burn the whole system down. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't got funding for that. Let's burn it down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the whole system up from the bottom.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I can at least see where she's coming from of Tammy Taylor. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Tammy Taylor at least tries to make a difference in the world around her. And I think that's the ultimate, at least initial goal of politicians is to make a difference in the world around them. Uh, That quickly... Uh, becomes extremely jaded and money, baby. <laughs> in, yes, influenced by the by the dollar bills. Uh, but no, Sarah Palin. Uh, once again, I will say I saw Sarah Palin as a the Ooh. governor of Alaska yeah. at the Homer Alaska Library. But um, but like Mrs. Taylor, but bigger is what Tyra says. Um, I okay I'm just reading the quote that I wrote down Tim I've been in love with you since I was five years old being here with you it's the greatest feeling I've had in a long long time scares the hell out of me I have dreams Tim Mm -hmm. Tim says I know you do I have dreams too I'm going to build a house exactly where we're sitting I will get a job Uh, Tim's really dreaming big here big dreams I'll get a job (laughs) And I'm never going to do anything illegal for the rest of my life. Guaranteed. And yeah, says the guy who
1: just uh, is 20 years old, Max, and was pounding whiskey <laughs> and served minors just 24 hours
0: prior. Just not even. Uh, he says, maybe one day our dreams can merge together, which is a nice, that's a nice sense. It's a nice close on them, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's at this point that Diamond, my daughter, uh six year old daughter points out that recent
1: kindergarten graduate congratulations, yes, congratulations. diamond yes. come on the show
0: last night uh diamond pointed out that they look a lot of, they look a lot like each other she points out uh tyra's got basically the same color hair as tim does yeah no, at this point yeah so you see the the shot of them like from behind sitting in their chairs looking over and yeah, they do look a lot alike. And I said, you know what, Diamond, you are correct here. Uh, also, both beautiful human beings, got to say, mm, uh, we get real explosions in the sky here. This isn't yes. knockoff Friday Night Lights explosion in the sky. This is real explosion in the sky. I shazammed it. Um, so nice little
1: scene here. Angie and I watched something recently. It was an episode of a TV show or a movie that oh, it was a movie. It was uh that Pete Davidson movie, The King of Staten Island, that had uh, yeah. uh like the real explosion in the sky, uh that the theme oh. song, TV, the TV show theme song is based on, uh, Your Hand in okay. Mine. Yeah. Uh yeah, I was immediately like, Oh yeah, I know I know the song. So nice. Yes. Yeah. So they they share a beer together, Tim and Tyra. This is kind of the close on on them uh, for the show. Yeah. So, uh,
0: thank you, Tim Riggins for your yeah. service, for your Shout time. Out to Tim. Shout out Tim Riggins. We still okay, okay,
1: sh- come to the show.
0: Uh, next Gracie Bell is meeting Santa. Uh, so she's sitting on his lap. Coach shows up unexpectedly to tell Tammy that he turned the contract down, which for me, this was completely out of the blue. Mm-hmm right i didn't have the the same lead up that you did uh tammy can take the job in philadelphia they can just uh go ahead and leave gracie bell there because she fits in better (laughs) as a weird little elf anyway so they can head off to philadelphia and leave her there um but yeah that's kind of a pretty big turning point i'd say for the episode
1: yes Shortly thereafter, we've got the team arriving at State at the Cotton Bowl.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, They're, you know, taking in the scenes. Do you know where the where's the
0: Cotton Bowl at? I was literally about to Google that.
1: Because in season one, State took place at.
0: It's in Dallas.
1: Oh, interesting. So, yeah, the because it took place in the Cowboy Stadium. Right. And I remember where State took place in season three. but here we have it taking place in Dallas but at the Cotton Bowl instead of was 18 stadium t stadium built at that point it had to have been right
0: yeah cuz weren't they here. at weren't they there like in the early year last season wasn't it already right. built
1: It's so the cotton bowl let's see what
0: the do they have 1930s the, is when the cotton bowl was built
1: right. i want to see what the uh what's the uh capacity Do you know, without looking at it, what the biggest stadium in the United States is?
0: I mean, I I honestly would guess that it was the Cowboys stadium, whatever that's called. It's not.
1: I think the four biggest, something like the four or five biggest stadiums in the United States are actually college football stadiums.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
1: The biggest is Michigan, Michigan, University of Michigan.
0: I would have guessed Alabama, but okay.
1: Sure. Yeah. University of Michigan, the Wolverines, uh, something like a hundred twenty thousand capacity, something like that.
0: That's insane. Can
1: you imagine? No, in I can't. Michigan,
0: <laughs> especially when they, I feel like Michigan and Michigan State are both hugely popular schools, and so it's like you're taking this smaller state of Michigan and you're dividing it in two, and you're still getting a hundred twenty thousand people,
1: right? So Cotton Bowl, the capacity is 92,100, which is actually bigger than AT&T Stadium. Crazy. AT&T Stadium is 80,000. I wonder if they have the old Cowboy Stadium. Probably not. Toyota Stadium, which is where I was, that was 20,500. That's where the uh, National Championship of the FCS was played. That's
0: crazy how tiny that is in comparison to the. I know.
1: Well, it's a soccer it's- stadium mostly okay. uh it's for yeah FC Dallas plays there but it's AT&T Stadium is actually smaller than Cotton Bowl and I got to imagine that Cowboy Stadium was smaller than AT&T. Yeah. Yeah, so Michigan Stadium 107,601 capacity but it has hosted crowds in excess of 115,000.
0: Yeah, that's wild. It's no wonder that people are like obsessed with college football. When you they can actually go to those games.
1: You know, as a person who hates college sports, I don't get it. <laughs> I can't imagine being more into like if you let's say you grew up in like some like podunk eastern Nebraska.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I understand like by like proximity you would be into like Lincoln, like UNL football, but not more than kansas city chiefs football right
0: yeah i really do think that if you went to a football game where there were eighty seven thousand people cheering for the same thing right maybe i just gotta get swept up in that
1: maybe i just gotta go yeah right probably i've been to a national championship football (laughs) game it was fun I think, but to me, I think that tie that I had that I actually went to school there is so much more important right. to me than just being at a football game where people are excited. But that being said, we've talked about how I fell in love with baseball, which was uh, mm-hmm. just being swept up in the crowd, you know? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe I just got to go to UNL game. My cousin, my little cousin who just graduated from high school is going to UNL next year. So maybe I go. got to hit him up and be like, hey.
0: Make it happen, and report back on the OC podcast.
1: What if I become a really annoying Nebraska Cornhuskers fan? Like I become one of the like a Jerry Dykstra where I'm just like living in the '90s, even though I didn't care
0: at that time. <laughs> <laughs> then I think the OC podcast will probably fizzle out. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep trying to talk about the Huskers. <laughs> Do you know in '94? <laughs> I'm pretty sure colleges don't really come up in the OC until about season four.
1: Yeah. Until they're Brown college. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the end of season three.
0: Yeah.
1: They're deciding (laughs) where to go to school. And all you can talk about is
0: UNL. (laughs) You know, what's a different college, (laughs) (laughs) you know, where summer should have (laughs) gone. Yikes. That reminds me that freaking Chris Pratt is in that season. Yeah. As a, as che one of the major characters so uh if you're a chris pratt fan and you've never watched uh the oc uh come listen to there's there's california here we come
1: there's a few early like performances from like would-be sure uh you know early olivia Wilde. when i fell in love with (sighs) olivia Wilde, season two oc my goodness
0: all right so they pull up they pull up to the cotton bowl. Uh, we get more real explosions in the sky, like the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go out and check the field, they're in awe. You know, we've seen this in previous seasons. This yeah. scene, um, I will say that we get uh, kind of the shaky zoom on the lights that is, I feel like, just an original Friday Night Light shot staple, staple. You know, I feel like they kind of turn back the clock here a little bit. And they give us kind of the classic FNL movie slash season one shots. Um, we get shots. Oh, and then it like transitions. Like we go from checking out the field to, okay, now it's like 15 minutes before game time.
2: Yeah.
0: We get the shots of the nervous players. We see like, well, lots hold of, up. Well, before okay. we get
1: there. Yeah. I do want to talk about, this is probably the closest scene that got me uh emotional okay closest to tears
0: i mean from here on out it's pretty much yeah but yes um but uh there's
1: a scene while they're like all in the cotton bowl and and taking things in uh coach goes up to vince tells him he's proud of him and coach or i'm sorry vince tells coach like you changed my life And they hug and it's very like that to me was probably the closest I got to tears. That was, I think that completed the Vince arc perfectly.
0: Yep. So I don't know if this is just a little miscommunication, but for me, that was in the locker room. Oh, was it? Maybe it
1: was. (laughs) I just have it in the, them arriving at state notes. So maybe it was. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because then the team says a prayer. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Vince says like, yeah, coach tells him how proud he is of him, and Vince says like, "You changed my life, coach." Um, coach prays. We get shots of them going out on the field. I made a note that there's very bad CGI for filling out the crowd. Yeah, the there carnival. was a few.
1: There was a few scenes where it was extremely obvious they couldn't fill the upper deck, uh, yes. but couldn't hide it.
0: Yep, it was not not great. It was distracting. Yeah. Uh, so but, yeah,
1: you know, now that we know that the capacity is 90,000 people, like how are you, how are you even going to try to fill that with extras? You know, you, I mean, you for a show that got, is on direct TV that probably by the time that they filmed it, people were like, Oh, the show, that show's still on the air. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just think about it like, okay, let's say you pay every extra $5 for right. their time. That's 45 450000 450000 That's a half a million dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, and
1: I'm pretty sure that, uh, I don't know about extras, but I'm pretty sure SAG doesn't allow even extras <laughs> to be paid that
0: little. Yeah, for right. Home. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's not great. But we do see a little back and forth. We see Vince's dad showing up to the game. Orville Redenbacher is in the stands. Uh, the Lions score. We see Luke Cafferty. Uh, kind of catching a short pass, running in for a touchdown. Yeah, we do see almost
1: yeah. comical that. Uh, so we don't, I would, I thought this was really interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to inter, interrupt yeah, you, you off, but um, the way that this game is filmed, we don't really see any context, we never see the score up until the end, right? It's just a bunch of plays happening. We just see the crowd,
0: oh, or yes,
1: right. sir, yes. Um, we see Buddy you know,
0: on the sidelines, like yeah, either have, very excited or very distraught. We have no idea what the score is. I think we see
1: one touchdown get run in by each team. Yeah. Like, yeah, really seems to be unsure. And it's really, really like I thought it was great because it was perfectly ambiguous.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh,
1: to a point where I was like, I really don't know what's going to happen. I haven't watched this in. 12 years something like that right um Yeah. well a little bit more than 12 years uh so i was like oh man i don't know how this is gonna go this is this is perfect even watching it now because Mm -hmm. it's like man what are they gonna do and then they they kind of to me they kind of almost ruined it oh where they they turned it into a there's three seconds left and the, the lions are down by six. And it's like, how many times have we done this?
0: I mean, but how else could you end it? You've got I think to keep I think
1: honest. No, I okay. think if they would have kept it ambiguous, just show scenes from the game, but don't say uh-huh. who won. And then just like they did, they just cut to Vince at practice and he's got the ring on to me. Uh-huh. That's it. Don't show the score. Just show ambiguity and then explain Show, don't tell. Uh,
0: so I don't know that I saw Vince with a ring on. So that might have been something that you got and I didn't. Or I just missed it.
1: Did you not Did you not know that they won or, or not?
0: No. So the way that I found out if they won is, okay, three seconds left, down mm-hmm. by five. Yeah. They've got 63 yards to go, which I thought was meaningful because Pa Howard had that like thing about like throwing a 60-yard bomb oh yeah. I forgot in the about season that. so I felt like that was like a little bit of a callback coach says you've got to give the receivers time Vince says yes sir they've got one last chance we see Vince like kind of scrambling and ducking and dodging uh you know the defensive line not getting sacked he steps up he heaves it and then at this point, I'm assuming you have the same transition. The ball's yep. in the air. And then it's, it goes it from night goes to day. It kind of goes into the lights. And then as it comes out of the lights, it goes from night to day. Uh, and it's yeah, eight months later in Philadelphia. Yep, eight months later. And the way that we see that I saw that the the Panther – or not the Panthers. Was the Lions the won. Yeah, they're taking down the banner that Mm -hmm. says East Dillon Lions champions. I did not see that he had a ring on, but Mm -hmm. maybe I just missed that.
1: I bet you just missed it because, yeah, what I've got in my notes is, yeah, Vince throws a huge pass. The ball transitions, and it's Philadelphia eight months later. Coach is coaching there now, and then we see Tammy on campus. She's living her best life. You can just see in her face she's loving it.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And then... At Panthers practice, we get a scene at Panthers practice, and Vince is wearing his state ring
2: okay.
1: uh, at practice. Um, so, yeah, we I got Vince see wearing
0: that. I just saw him in a Panthers uniform. Yep. Yep. Okay. It, it's a
1: very, I mean, they kind of like, you know, they have a, they kind of like cut and it's just his hands and you can kind of see the ring. But ah, I understand if you're not looking nice. for it, you yep. it didn't yep. like zoom in on the ring specifically, <laughs> but it like, right. it had both of his hands in yep. Uh, yep. the shot.
0: Um, I was shazamming at the time. Sure. Actually. Understandable. Uh, Devil Knows You are Dead by Delta Spirit. Yes. Call back to an early. Love Delta Spirit. Yep. Uh,
1: Then we've got, uh, yeah, we've got Vince uh, wearing a state champs ring. We've got Buddy and Junior. We see that they made the super team because we saw, well, in my version of the episode, we saw the anxiety of both Buddy Junior and Tinker worried that they wouldn't be good enough for Mm the super team. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, but they both are shown in Panthers uniform. Yep. We also see Buddy cruising around the field in a golf cart back on his bullshit. We love on it. his bulls- <laughs> Exactly.
1: Just uh, loving it. Just loving <laughs> it. Uh
0: yeah, Tinker in the uniform. Billy Riggins has a coaching job with the Dillon Panthers. Ooh. Uh so we're glad to see that. This is oh, we got we
1: got the the assistant coach uh from the Panthers who never jumped ship is a Mac, not Mac. It's a different, but he is the new head coach, which we're, we're happy for him because I think there was maybe a scene of tension because he'd never made it to the head coaching level with, with coach. And so we're happy, we're happy to see him. He, he got his happy ending. Yep. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Luke is off to war.
0: (laughs) Right. What the hell? I said uh, Luke Cafferty is in the military and heading out on bus like that Taylor Swift music video. Yeah, looked then exactly it's, like the Matt Saracen. What's that? he's Matt at the Loria? He's
2: Taylor yeah. Swift video.
0: Okay, uh, he's <laughs> Matt Loria. Is that his name? What's Matt no. Saracen? No, that's actually Guilford. That <laughs> Luke Cafferty's name is Matt. Okay. Okay. I was very confused. Zach Guilford. Yes.
1: Zach Guilford. Sorry. Like it is a, it's a weird transition because I think the implication is that he's off to basic training, but you don't get on the bus in your uniform. If you're going off to basic training, no, (laughs) he's in full, full uniform. From the Dylan. Never given
0: any warning whatsoever. (laughs) No, there's not even like a scene
1: anywhere in the series prior to this moment where Luke is like, you've been thinking about joining the military. military. (laughs) No. It's it's completely it's kind of jarring. I like I said, it seems like he's off to war because you don't get that uniform, I'm pretty sure, before (laughs) you go to basic training.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Becky's about to go
1: through some more trouble. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I feel like Luke Cafferty, the obvious plot destination for him is he takes over the farm for his dad. And he and Becky live on the farm in Dillon, Texas, and they live happily ever after. That's fine. Let's just do that. Why don't we just do that instead of Luke Cafferty going off to war? I don't get it. I don't 2011. Get it. Would he have seen combat? 2011.
1: I think uh, I think it is canon. Uh, so this was filmed, but not... It aired after, but filmed before. So I think it is canon that Luke Cafferty killed Osama Bin Laden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that in the IMDB trivia? I think it is. Yes. I'm going to add it. yeah he grabbed those hard drives with all the like weird porn on it
2: yeah yeah (laughs)
1: he he was one who not only murdered bin laden but also leaked that information about the weird freaky deaky porn that uh that bin laden was into
0: yeah that makes sense okay i like that ending then Mm -hmm. i can deal with that Uh, It looks like Julie is living with Matt in Chicago. Yes. Uh, Matt is an artist. There's works of art all around his uh, drawings of hands everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see that, but I was going to say that I'm assuming that that's what I also
1: didn't notice specifically what it was, but I got to imagine it was hands.
0: Yep. Uh, We see. Okay. So we're in the, we're totally in the ending montage here where everything's getting it's just
1: tying everything up yep
0: jess is coaching or equipment managing or whatever at dallas walker coach must have put in a good word for her and Mm -hmm. she got her her spot there tim's building his house billy is helping they crack a beer look out over the land and this is where we end with texas forever yep texas forever
1: and then uh, we get a nice little scene of Coach. He's coaching his new team in Philadelphia. Yep. Is it a high school team? I feel like. I think so. He, I feel like he could coach if he was a high school two-time state champion high school coach in Texas. I yeah. think he could do. Especially since he was getting offers in like Florida and stuff. I think he right. could be coaching at a higher level.
0: Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure high school though. Because he does like, seem to be. He's like. Yeah. Okay, so I wrote down the quote. He's like, You know what? I just realized, fellas, we have a long way to go, gentlemen, a long way to go. You know what I'm looking you know what? I'm looking forward to it. You go home, get your rest, get your studies done, be here at six AM. That means no later than five forty five AM. Clear eyes, full hearts. Nobody answers. You know what? We'll worry about that later. So that seems more like a high school thing. Yeah. Team. Oh, for like, sure. These are just clueless. Yeah. I just, kids. I think it would
1: have been nicer if you would have, uh, yeah, like got if a college would have been,
0: job. Yeah.
1: We want to see coach, you know, succeeding. I think, I think it's a downgrade for coach to be going from two Texas state football oh, championships yeah. to a podunk Philadelphia. And, I mean, maybe it's coach's passion to maybe build these teams up, but, I just think, yeah, he should be, he should be uh, coaching at some Philadelphia college.
0: I'm looking up right now, Division One colleges in Philadelphia.
1: Would have to be a fake one, of course. So it would <laughs> right. have to be. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's true. They're that histori- five.
1: the historically black Philadelphia college uh, that's called, you know, <laughs> uh, Carlson College or something like
0: that. They got University of Pennsylvania, LaSalle University, St. Joseph's University, Temple University, and Villanova University. Oh, yeah. You think he could have got, he could have picked up one of those coaching yeah. jobs. Yeah. I think D1 he
1: could be college. Temple. Is that like the Temple Owls? Or that's. Yeah. That Owls. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You could have. They been were a, a team. The coach, you know, the, you know how I know about the Temple Owls is because mm-hmm. uh, my cousin who got married in 1997 or 1998. Uh, I was their like gift manager or whatever, you know, like whatever yep. the, whatever gift that job is, or whatever, gift attendant. Yeah. yeah. Me and their other little cousin uh, was the gift attendants. We were, yeah. What? 10 years old, 11 years old. Uh, and so as the gift, like as the gift that they gave me was college football, 1998 NCAA football, 1998 for the like for a pc
0: Ooh, baby. Uh,
1: so you would think that i would have turned out a bigger college football fan but <laughs> not so much the case but yeah. uh i remember at the time uh i chose notre dame was my team because uh because as you remember platt's uh fight song was yeah. the notre dame victory march with different lyrics yeah um until susan porter came in and tore the whole thing down and decided to make it the SDSU song with different lyrics. And as a fan of SDSU nah. don't support it. No, but, uh,
0: I, I love Susan Porter, but that was a bad, bad, bad call.
1: call, bad call. Uh, yeah. but so I chose under Dame and when I played like the season mode or whatever it was, <laughs> You would always play Temple, the Temple Owls, and you would always just destroy them. They were terrible. <laughs> so I think Coach is more than more than capable, yeah, of coaching 100%. the Temple Owls.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I would have wanted a little bit more for Coach, but ultimately, we're glad that he stepped aside so that Tammy could do her thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. We were proud of coach. He made a selfless decision for the first time in 18 years. Very <laughs> yeah. inspirational. Uh, yeah, we, we like to see it.
0: Yep. Uh, I, if I would have had to have placed a bet on where they ended up, I would have said that they ended up in like Washington or, Oregon. I
1: think at the beginning of the series, you had made yeah. a comment about Washington. I think if you go back to episode one, uh, Go ahead and correct us, reliving the lights, super fans. But I think in one of the early, like first three episodes, I said I think they end up in either Washington or Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure that I had mentioned Philadelphia as an option,
0: but uh, I definitely plan on listening back to at least the first episode of reliving the lights before our recap. See where episode. we were. Yep. Yeah, so go back to our roots, Tammy comes to practice. She walks up to coach. You ready to go home? Yeah, let's go. They walk off the field arm in arm. The stadium lights turn off. That's it. Roll credits. End of the episode. End of the season. End of the series. Not quite end of reliving the lights, but pretty damn close. Yeah. We'll be right back with our final award no, I feel like we'll give out awards in the last episode. We will, episode. yeah. We'll be right back with our awards.
1: We need the cumulative awards. Absolutely.
0: All right, we're back. We're going to give out our awards for the week. We're going to start, as we always do, with Coach Taylor, Inspo Rating. Taylor. Uh coached the team to a state championship. Uh so I feel like the bars are the kind of like floor for this episode is set pretty mm-hmm. high. Um, how inspiring did you find coach this week?
1: I am gonna go with a nine. Yeah. Um, not perfect because he does. Mm understandably get a little selfish about you know you got a 5 year deal uh yeah. and it seems to you know the implication of the last several seasons is that kind of deal doesn't just happen right uh you know we we saw them not too long ago with for sale signs on their yard <laughs> right uh, after like one loss we you know saw him get fired from that same team uh, in favor of some guy who apparently just couldn't hack it. Uh, <laughs> Wade, yeah, Wade Aikman and Joe McCoy, who have been nowhere to be found in this entire uh, season, couldn't afford them, S- right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think we understand the selfishness that the selfishness that coach has, but, um. We still have to knock, I want to say, one point, but I'm going to say it overall, uh, nine.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. He's really dragging his feet on the Tammy thing, which on one hand, we don't blame him, like you said. yeah. Like you said, five-year deal. Uh, I almost feel like getting two years into a five-year deal and then getting fired is like the optimum. Like, that sounds great. Right. You know, go and win another championship and then get fired for whatever reason. Like I shouldn't say get fired, but even if you get fired, you're still getting paid if it's know, a guaranteed do, contract. What yeah, do we yeah. say coaches making like
1: I I can imagine that this 5-year deal especially has got to be i think we had decided earlier that it's somewhere in the 70k range i gotta imagine that he's getting a a raise with the five-year deal right yeah or maybe or maybe they cut his pay but offered the five-year deal but i gotta imagine it's still somewhere in the somewhere between 70 and 100k right
0: Right. so even if you get fired three years in you're still making a quarter of a million dollars to do nothing Mm -hmm. You know if it's a guaranteed contract. If it's a guaranteed contract, I just think it is. I don't know. Maybe that's just my NBA fandom coming through. But see,
1: in as a wrestling fan, uh I go the other way because I just read a book about uh <laughs> the the fall of WCW, which did have guaranteed contracts because they were owned by Turner and he had like basically unlimited money. Right. Uh, so a lot of the guys, a lot of the reason that the WCW invasion sucked, which you'll hopefully you'll eventually get to, oh. uh and you know, that was basically when I stopped watching, was uh that they had this whole concept plan where it was like, oh, WCW's invading, but the problem was that All the big guys with WCW were like, no, we're not going to go work for you and cancel our Turner (laughs) contracts that are making us max amount of money for just sitting at home and doing nothing. You know, the Hulk Hogan's, the Kevin Nash's, the Goldberg's, like, they were making a million dollars a year or whatever for doing literally nothing for another, like, three (laughs) years. Why would they, like, like close that contract to go to work for a rival company, you know, quote-unquote rival company Uh, If they would make less and have to do more. Right. Doesn't make sense, folks.
0: (laughs) Uh, So basically coaches Hulk Hogan in this situation. Um, Yes. yes, Theoretically. Yeah. Uh, My
1: gym brother. HH.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm good with the nine here. Uh, regardless uh-huh. so that's good Julie Taylor Hato meter Julie goes ahead I'd love and to some-
1: see uh, I'd love oh. to see a uh, <sighs> this is something that would only be now on the Reliving the Lights Twitter but I'd like to see a fictional Coach Taylor Twitter page that's just Hulk Hogan <laughs> tweets from Coach Taylor <laughs> <laughs> you know e. good night Jabroni Marks Uh, (laughs) who don't know it's a work when you work work and work yourself into a shoot marks E.T. (laughs)
0: Yeah I could go for that. (laughs) All right Julie Taylor how much do we hate her? She went ahead and got engaged without uh, Eric's permission but how much are we holding that against her? You know
1: We had a lot of conversations about this. That'll probably get cut down, which is fine. Uh, But I have to say none of that was her fault. It was all Matt's fault. But you know, I'm thinking like a two.
0: Yeah, not super hateable. We're Borderline. I don't know. I feel like maybe you were rooting for the marriage a little bit more than I was.
1: Against my better judgment. Yeah. To be entirely honest with you. Have we spoken about uh which I want to talk about for a second off mic <laughs> off the record?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh so yeah. Two seems fair because it's a little bit hateable, but at the same time, you're kind of rooting for them despite that. So right. let's go with the two.
1: Yep.
0: Big rig beer tally. We definitely had some drinks here.
1: Yes. So I initially had four and I marked a fifth uh, for the whiskey shot, which I had not previously accounted for. We had four beers. uh, Okay. And if man, we'll see if memory serves. So we had uh, him, uh, Tim, working on the truck at the beginning. Yeah. We had... Not at football practice. Uh, he might have had a beer when he dropped off uh, Stevie at the Colette
2: house. Maybe? she uh,
0: I specifically remember Ma Colette offering him a beer, and he said, yes,
1: perfect. So we'll do that. Um, not
2: that, not that.
1: I think I counted. For sure, a beer when he yeah I bet this is it. Third beer was I bet at the table where he toasts, uh, Matt and Julie. And the fourth beer is when they <laughs> take a beer a beer break when they're building the house. And then, yep. as we were recording this, I added a fifth, which yes. was the the, the whiskey the shot. Whiskey and we yep. could probably count uh you know six or more, but four confirmed beers. We'll call it. Six,
0: let's call it six. Let's call it I six. Like it. I've got a lot of work ahead of me in the next couple of weeks to yeah. really tally up the official yeah. total cum, uh cumulative big rig beer tally, but let's give it a definitive six for this episode. Perfect. Oh, uh, the Alamo Freeze presents the Matt Saracen Oshucks Goofus <laughs> moment of the Week. <laughs> Oof, how do you choose here? My Mind
1: says the proposal at the elbow freeze, but my heart says when he shows up at <laughs> the coach and Tammy's
0: house. I think it's the proposal. I think the proposal is more. Aw shucks because in the, the conversation with coach, he's trying to assert himself, which is not very aw shucks. He's right. trying to be like, listen, we don't need your permission. So I think the proposal in front of the Alamo freeze is the answer.
1: Gonna, I'm going to quick scrub through.
2: I know okay. very happy. It's jolly. Okay. Very happy. It's jolly.
1: Someone's at the door. Someone's at the
2: door. <laughs> Hang on. You
1: I'll get, you the, get the, door. the door. I'll
2: get it. Oh, I'll help you. Hey.
1: Well, thank you. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. It's Matt Anderson, honey. Oh wow. No, okay. So you did not get they cut a lot out of that. Oh really? They cut a lot out of that from the DVD. <laughs> okay. Because when he's at the door, what I just saw was literally just like a, oh yeah. Uh. In the DVD epi- the DVD cut, it is mm-hmm considerably longer it is and, and i assume painfully great. awkward yes it, <laughs> uh, is, is julie here i want and then coach is like matt matt's here to see you honey yeah it is it goes on so much longer so um <laughs> okay just because we're we're considering both cuts i will hmm. give you the proposal uh or matt's conversation with coach uh but man I like the only time I noted the goofiness was when he comes to the door which is
0: <laughs>
1: cut to ribbons in the Netflix version so
0: okay I'm going to trust you on that and I say we go with that Donnie Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week we didn't get a lot of buddy no in
1: this episode at all
0: just cruising around on his golf which I think from is I think
1: I mean, as we both said, back on his bullshit. I think that is a... (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: It's maybe not a sleazeball moment, but it is definitely
0: a buddy moment. A buddy moment. Absolutely. I'm good with giving... With, uh, yeah, handing out the award to that moment. Buddy cruising around the golf cart for the Dillon Panthers. uh, Mere months after changing (laughs) his allegiances. Yes. So... Uh, Joe McCoy, stud of Sud, smug scumbag move of the week. I can't really, I don't really feel like this was a scumbag heavy episode.
1: Not a lot of scumbag moves at all. Uh, like the best I can come up with is maybe like Pa Howard, like kind of initially turning down yeah. the uh, invitation to go to state. That's really, that's it.
0: I think so. Yeah. So I mean, we'll give it to him, but that's a that's a pretty weak one. Uh, notable music cues. I had The Devil Knows You're Dead by Delta Spirit, which is way up there. Uh, a couple of actual explosions in the sky, not just like cheap uh, imitations of explosions in the sky. I think there was one more, but I'm not You had the Cowboy Twitty, right? Oh, yeah. Conway Twitty, which I loved, which will go on on a playlist for me. So those are the notable ones. I feel like if you're going to pick one, you probably go with uh, Devil Knows You're Dead by Delta Spirit.
1: Yeah, I like Delta Spirit.
0: It sticks out the most, even though uh, the Explosions in the Sky ones are probably more iconic when it comes to Friday Night Lights. Outdated uh, pop culture reference of the week canceled corner. I didn't. Nothing comes to mind immediately for me. We are in 2011, which I feel like was a very different uh, time than what 20 2006 2007 when this came Yeah, out. so well, we
1: we're still, you know, we still weren't where we are now. Um, let's see.
0: Well, <laughs> this probably isn't like the actual answer, but. Uh, asking for the father's permission to marry. Uh, like we said, it's yeah. not for everyone, but.
1: Maybe not canceled, but it's definitely, I would say, outdated to an extent. Outdated.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Close enough. Quote of the episode.
1: I think maybe Tinker is saying, you're straight up jackass <laughs> to the, the local media report. <gasps> That's reporter. pretty
0: good. Uh, how about Tim saying I may or may not be going to Alaska and Billy saying, is that because you raw (laughs) raw dog Tyra Tyra
1: That's (laughs) a good one. Uh, we've also got coach. I did write down a couple quotes in this episode, which I'm kind of surprised by, but another great one is coach saying, uh, my answer today is no. My answer tomorrow is no. My answer is no. Probably till the sun burns out. (laughs) But yeah, I gotta say, I think maybe, uh, uh, is that because your raw dog Tyra last night is, uh, <laughs> is pretty
0: good. The only other one I'd nominate is where Tyra is talking about her dreams. Tim says, I have dreamed to dreams too. I'm going to build a house exactly where we're sitting. I'll get a job. And I'm never going to do anything illegal for the rest of my life. Guaranteed, (laughs) maybe one day our dreams can merge together. I did like the maybe our one one day our dreams can merge together. That was kind of touching, but we got to go with raw dogging, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I will say another one that's on the IMDb is uh, Coach Taylor saying to Vince, you may never know how proud I am of you. Vince saying you changed Uh, my life, Coach, which was very... It's a special moment. A lot of nominees. Yeah, in, in this episode, I'll say. Mm, but raw dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in the spirit of reliving the lights, the answer is raw dog.
0: <laughs> For sure, MVP of the episode. Who won this? I would like to nominate Tammy Taylor.
2: Really? Well, I but, was gonna say because I was, we
0: always do.
1: Right. <laughs> for obvious reasons usually that's my job but uh for me it's it's hard not to say coach Taylor it's coach
0: this it's coach yeah. on this he wins state he defers to his wife and lets her have her her yeah. day and yeah it's coach taylor on this mm-hmm. for sure uh okay episode rating let me see real quick what IMDb. Uh, let me see real quick what imdb Gave it.
1: I'm gave it's like a 9.6. Five. Yeah. It's a 9.6. Yeah. Yeah. I will say they stuck the landing, mm-hmm. but I will say this. Even as I was watching the episode, even as I was watching last week's episode, part of me was like, man, they've really got a lot to tie up. And they really, even though they, even though they stuck the landing, they really did a okay here's a real quick what everybody is doing <laughs> now yeah um even though this episode for me was an hour long and uh, for you was 44 minutes or whatever uh i think this easily could have been two episodes um i mean mm-hmm. i think they did it in season 4 or season 3 where the state tournament took place the episode before the finale. I think they could have done that, have the state tournament be one episode and then do a wrap up episode after that. Yeah. I will say if in, in a perfect world to me, you have the state championship episode, you win it, you do all that. And then there's an episode where you tie up everything and you have, a, you know, leading up into it, I, it just felt like there was too much to wrap up within one episode. And I think that you, yeah. I think the logical thing is to have one more episode just to really, really tap those things. So for me, did they stick the landing? Absolutely. It's yep. a great episode. One of the best episodes of the series. And I couldn't have asked for much more, but I'm going to go with a strong nine as opposed to a 10.
0: That's exactly where I was at. As I pondered this beforehand, I thought, Uh, I have no actual complaints. Yes. Could it have been better? Yeah, it could have been a little bit better. So I think a strong nine is right exactly where I want it to be. Like we said, the IMDB is 9.6, which is by definition a strong nine. Yeah. I think that's right on. It's a strong nine. Not going to complain. Nice work.
1: All right. So we'll shout out, we'll start with shouting out. No one Jack eight. What's well, a Jack? Oh, is a Jack? And he has blue and yellow in his uh, profile picture and uh, banner <laughs> photo, but it's the Saint or the Los Angeles Rams. I almost called them the Saint Louis Rams, which I think both uh-huh. Uh, makes me feel extremely out of touch. So I'm not sure which Jacks you're talking about. But well, and he's also from Wales. <laughs> oh, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> What's your deal, man? Uh, but he says, as you're getting close to the end in the last episode, are you going to do a final big ring beer tally and average the Julie meter score? quarter the entire show and scumbag move of the series. Yes.
0: 100%. Uh,
1: I guess probably a lot of work, but I'm interested to hear both. Yes, I think I. it's happening. We we had been keeping stats for a long time there. I know Josh kind of fell out of touch with it. Yeah. Um he's got a lot of work to do, but we do have a few episodes to release before we have to record the finale. So yep. I I'm gonna leave a lot of that work up to you. I'm um playing I think it. I think you and I know what the quote of the entire series is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got i I've, I've got a thought that comes straight to mind. Yeah. Almost
1: became the title of the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna save it, but yeah, I, I'm assuming we're on the same <laughs> we're on the same page. Here. Yes, yeah, we're definitely gonna do a wrap up show, so be looking out for that coming up soon. I yes. will put in the work. I'm gonna listen to the awards section for every episode that we did that I did not keep close stats yep. on. Um, so we'll get. I'd like yeah. to
1: i like to do the average or the full big rig beer tally, how many beers he drank yep. throughout the entire series. Yep. I
0: also want to know like per season, well like for each season, yep. you know, how many per which,
1: season. I like to know what the average Julie Hayden meter score is throughout the entire series What the average coach, uh, it's yep. rating is through throughout the entire series, uh, series, et cetera.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, it might take a few weeks to pull all that together, but I'm on summer break and I'm planning on putting in the work. So, uh, uh, you know, we've been putting two years of time and effort into this, so we might as well end it the right way. Uh, so no one Jack eight, you got it, man. It's coming up. Uh, no one. jack. Yeah. Yeah. Followed
1: up with us 10 days later. (laughs) (laughs) Same guy uh no one jackade who says uh finally catching up at the end of the show and on 509 not sure what happened to nile from wales but i can confirm uh that i am still listening in wales hope he comes back for one last show appearance so thank you uh to one of our at well two over the course of the series listeners in wales that we know of we appreciate it uh we appreciate you not dropping off after my very poor <laughs> attempt at a Welsh accent. It was rough. Um we we appreciate your good humor. Uh and once a jacko is a jack got to say I agree but probably <laughs> for different
0: reasons. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Kevin never heard from you before, but what happened to episodes? He's new. He just, he he started
1: following us just a couple
0: days ago. Well, there you go. Uh, and yeah, just a couple days ago, asked what happened to 11 episodes, 11, 12 and 13. Uh, I'll try and get that out tomorrow or at least Sunday. Uh, I'll get, I'll get 11 going. Uh, which means nothing
1: to you now because when, by the time that you hear this episode, they'll, they'll be out. Right. Uh, I did just comment. I did. Yep. I did see that. Yep.
0: Uh, and then our our guy Chris. Uh, between him and Riley, uh, most dedicated fans. Uh, yeah,
1: up there for sure. Chris
0: giving us a can check for the weekend. Uh, drinking a hazy IPA. Uh, love to see it, Chris. Uh you're our guy. Looking forward to someday sharing a beer with you in person. Yes. I'm a, up in uh the cities enough that we'll make it happen. So same. Yeah. I think Shout we need we need Chris. to do
1: a combined trip to the cities so we can meet up with Chris. Uh, uh, so it's not weird for just one of us.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Uh Chris, you seem like a weird uh not a weird. Dude. <laughs> cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut, cut that, that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Chris, you seem like a good dude, but uh, I'd feel a little better if uh, <laughs> Andy and I were together uh, uh, sharing a beer with you. So, I think that's the extent of our social media shout outs, yes, uh, for shout this. episode. Where we are, yeah. So, uh, Anthony, what's our lesson of the episode? What's our moral? What's our takeaway? What's the lesson that we can apply to our everyday lives?
1: Well, Josh, I think, uh, this episode specifically, and with where I am at in life right now, uh, I think speaks a lot about relationships, yeah. a lot about handling those relationships, and I think a lot of our conversations that uh, not only made the episode but maybe ended up on the cutting room floor this evening mm-hmm. were about relationships, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gained, lost, sustained, and. I think the lesson of the episode for everyone is compromise. Mm. It compromise is important uh, in all relationships, be they romantic, be they platonic. I think uh, it's important to give a little and get a little. Uh, okay. We see this with Coach. We see mm-hmm. this with Tyron Tim. Mm-hmm you know we we see this in in our own everyday lives as as i prepare for my wedding reception here uh 5 months into my own marriage uh and so far so good but <laughs> i think uh you know the name of the game is compromise and compromise. i think coach is a a good figurehead in that conversation yeah (sighs) things aren't always going to go your way and sometimes you sometimes that's okay and you gotta Mm -hmm. let somebody else uh have their way you gotta give give and take baby it's all about give and take
0: (laughs) that's right yeah that's good uh kind of along those same lines you know we've been recording this podcast for almost two years and there are definitely themes to this show that we've identified, uh, that we have latched onto and that I feel like I've actually like learned and grown from in a very real way. And one of those lessons, uh, is that nobody actually knows how to use a semicolon and (laughs) we should just desert trying at all let's just get rid of semicolons okay. okay bold you don't know how to use it you think you know but i don't even think you know i don't i have an idea but i don't think it's right uh haven iron oak in this last uh, <laughs> synopsis not, did not no. use it properly movie dude one hell no, no. uh that guy has no idea <laughs> let's just get rid of it semicolons no
1: no, I think there's a time and a place. I disagree. I think Wrong. there's a time and a place. Wrong. And I do think I do think if you put me in front of a a person who has like their master's or doctorate in English, mm-hmm. and I they asked for three examples of a properly used semicolon,
0: I think I could do it. No. Okay. No. No. All right. Uh, agree to disagree here. You know, if there's, uh, one thing we've developed the ability to do over these last two years is to have respectful dialogue. Uh, you know, where we, some, some might call it, some might call it compromise. (laughs) It all comes down. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's the ultimate lesson of this episode. Okay. That's it. That's, uh, the lesson of the episode compromise. Uh that's the end of the episode. Anthony, wow. We did it. 2 years. 2 years. 2 years. Wow. Uh that's the end of the season finale, the series finale. We have one more Friday Night Lights, reliving the lights episode for you all and then it's going to be The OC. So start getting a hold of that. I don't know where you can watch that. HBO that- Max, baby. Yep. HBO Max. So subscribe to HBO My- Max, which is the best Streaming best streaming service, service out there for my yeah. money so mm-hmm. you've got a lot to gain by subscribing to that
1: yep. highly recommend they're not paying us anything although we could work on trying to get HBO Max sponsorship before the oc
0: is that a thing that you've heard from other podcasts
1: nope just saying we <laughs> try
0: We can try. We can always try. Uh, So go check out the OC. We will have a finale episode, a finale finale episode coming up. Uh, If you are a dedicated listener and would like to be on that show, maybe reach out. I don't know. Do I want to keep that in there? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, For what it's worth, the OC is also on Hulu. So you've got. Oh, man two different places that you could watch the OC Hulu or uh, HBO max, or if you're like me and you've got the DVDs.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't need any of that. Uh, I think we will probably at minimum end up posting the first episode of the OC podcast on this feed. Maybe we'll consolidate feeds. We still got to yeah, figure, that, we gotta out, figure
1: that out. Yeah. What our branding is, if there's any marketing or, uh advertising folks out there. Uh my degree is in advertising with a minor in marketing, but I actually don't know what I'm <laughs> doing. Uh so if you've got any advice for us that you'd like to throw our way about yeah. how to either rebrand or turn this into a, you know, whatever, um, you know, turn it into a, you know, because once we get done with the OC, who knows? We might want to move on to something else. Uh yeah absolutely so we you know might just turn into uh anthony and josh watch shows which is not a very catchy (laughs) name so (laughs) if you have a better idea for us uh to turn this into you know because we've already got you if you're listening to this episode you are our audience right we'd like to retain that audience yes uh but we also you know there's gotta be a way to do it we just don't know what it is
0: yep (laughs) yep Any ideas we welcome. So uh, that's it for this week of reliving the lights. We've got one more. Thanks for being with us this far. Hopefully you can uh, persevere one more episode. Uh, Anthony, always a pleasure, sir.
1: Yes. Um, Before we sign off, there's been something that's really been weighing on me that I, I'd really like to say,
0: okay, yeah, sure.
1: Um, you know, second to last episode. I think I I better just say it. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead. You know, I've gotten political on this show. I've gotten uh, philosophical on this show. I've gotten mm-hmm. theological on this show. I've said a lot of things. Uh, so, you know, if I've already offended you, you're probably not listening. So I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and and say just it.
0: Played it out there, man.
1: Shout out to our listeners in Laos.
0: God, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It felt good to say. It felt good to say. And you know what? That's inspiring me right now. Um,
1: You got something else?
0: I debated, uh, but you've inspired me. Shout out to our listeners in the West Indies.
1: You know what? I... I didn't think I was brave enough to say it, so I'm so glad that you said it and you took those words right out of my mouth and you yeah, you, yeah, you took them from yeah. my heart.
0: Yep. Out uh, into the ether. You know, while we're at it, Niall, we're sorry.
1: We are. We are. We hope you come back. We hope we we wanna have you, man. Come on the show.
0: One hundred percent. Um, okay. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week for another episode of Reliving the Lights of Friday Night Lights Rewatch the actual,
1: Podcast. The actual final episode.
2: Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.